There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your referee, host, and Naruto clone jutsu. Actually, just part of the jutsu. Uh, Mike, uh, today I am joined by a man who owes a huge apology to the entire world. JW. <laughs> and by the president of a school who is weaker than a plankton, Ethan. Welcome, guys. How you doing? Good? All right. Well, Honestly, we'll, we'll my, my title's it. better, so I'm fine. I'm so <laughs> fucking sad. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back to you in a second, Jay, before we start. In case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, we have Ethan defending Jujutsu Kaisen, going up against JW, who will be defending Higurashi. As always, I hope you brought your A-game. Uh, guys, how was you? Well, actually, you know what? Before we I ask yeah, you how your experience was, uh, Jay, <laughs> I think I'm going to cede the floor to you a... for a good two to three minutes, and I think <sighs> you need to apologize to the world. Yeah, no. Look, <laughs> I, I really need to apologize for some of the things I said. <sighs> Moriarty the Patriot isn't good. It's absolute trash. <laughs> I, I watched the rest of the episodes that were available up to episode seven or eight, I think. Holy shit. I have never experienced a more a more cala- catastrophic drop in quality. I, this thing could have turned into a fucking picture book. And I still would have maybe liked book? it if the writing was okay. But it's not. Everything fucking tanked. Absolutely everything. <sighs> See, this is great too because, uh, Mike, did, did you watch these episodes too or is it just him? No, no, I was taking it off Jay's word. I have not had a chance to watch it. I was gone this weekend, but I will indeed watch these and confirm by next. Well, that's because it's true. You just hate yourself. I get L- it. We all get it. Literally, <laughs> immediately after episode three, the show featured everything wrong with anime, TV, life, everything. And, and just to it, confirm, I never got left as Praxis. Hell no. So the, this show, even, the show right might as well have completely <laughs> ignored the first three episodes. Wow. They functionally do nothing. Uh. All that setup was for absolutely nothing. All right. Well, now, now I have to play the game called Who Made This? So, you know, while you grovel to the world, I'm going to go figure Who fucking out. did this? Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. Because, like, I, I want to know who uses an anarcho-communist term in an anime and then, and then just, like, just then tips their cards and they're like... Out of it. Uh, That's it. That's all I got. Did you Holy know this is a demographic? Uh, it's, it's called a shonen. Officially, this is in the genre of shonen. Fuck off! They yeah, murder I, little kids. I, yep. Well, they did. <clears throat> yeah, the, right. the shonens were already in there. They were getting killed left and right. <laughs> one, one was possibly raped first. Well, technically, technically they were kids and then became crime consultants. It's very well. No, technically they were kids and then got rape murdered. Because that's the first kid we meet. That's true. So yeah, shown in my ass. Himself. 
So I'm talking about Moriarty himself, though, was a kid, and then he grew up. Well, yeah. As an aside, this is what I mean. He's going to be the world's greatest crime, crime uh, what yeah, is no. he called? Not crime crime consultant. Yeah. That was a very yeah. specific Remember that consultant. word they never said once in the first three episodes because it's fucking stupid? No, they said it a couple of times. <laughs> no, I don't. I believe he maybe said it once. So Guess what? You're going to be hearing it a lot more once. fucking times. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> to everything. Everything. The pacing grinds to a complete and utter halt. The next three episodes are functionally could be removed and nothing would change. There's no character development. There's no nothing. Everyone right. just fucking stays the pace. It's horrible. And then they introduce two new characters that have zero personality and are fucking stupid and functionally irrelevant. <laughs> then they introduce Sherlock Holmes and I literally wanted to kill myself. Oh my gosh. Well, um, I guess I'll make a, a formal announcement then. Uh, here at Crappy Anime Showdown, uh, we pride ourselves in giving you the greatest information on the worst of animes. Um, we like to think that we, we toe the line, we're very accurate, and we will call ourselves out when we're wrong. And so, as Jay has done now, uh, I will do formally. Crappy Anime Showdown would like to apologize <laughs> for having anybody waste their time in watching more episodes past 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Patriot. Take episodes 1, 2, and 3, burn the rest, and just <laughs> just don't acknowledge burn it. Burn the rest like you burn Because the, the rest of it is like the fucking burning of the Library of Alexandria. It is a crime that has set back human civilization. <laughs> <laughs> Afghanistan right. will never be the same. <laughs> so I'm also looking up the writers and the. That's a Mongol joke, by the way. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I you think know, for the record, I feel like you did need to say I know that. Yeah, get that. yeah, yeah. I feel like that d- does need to be said. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> anyway, um, so I'm looking so up now names. Let's get back to Wait, no, we got to talk names real quick. No, no, go ahead. Go All ahead, right, go so ahead. I'm sorry, I forgot that's what you were doing. First off. Um, the first written by person is this dude or, or a person named Go Zappa. Um, mm. He mm. is known for a lot of stuff, but in there, he's got four screenplays for Aramanga Sensei. Oh, um, so, so that's something. <laughs> uh, um, that's fantastic. Is so, that yeah, considered that's... phoning it in if he was in a coma? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know a lot of these though. There's a ton in here. Um, and I know like none of them. Yeah, let's see here. Gingek we never has an entire twenty-six Kubin. minute video about how Aramanga Sensei is the worst thing he's ever seen. I think and that loves tells it still. You you... Well, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's, that's I shouldn't job. even said it. Yeah, it's just to be perfectly honest. It's pretty clear that it's actually not that bad. He just liked it and had no way of functionally coping with that fact. So here's the real problem, though. The uh, you remember that guy that we were like, oh hey, he has like erased and Usagi drop and haiku in his background. Yeah, he's also on this. So we well, we took a gamble. Although it doesn't actually say how much he is on this, it just says that in well, general he's thing. writing like, it. I want to believe that he's not the writer past episode three because I can't understand how that's possible. This, he's marked it's as not the second even, writer. It's not even Game of Thrones level betrayal. <laughs> it's he, not. he's yeah so like it's it's marked as the second writer but he's not on imdb for it i'm not saying that like proves anything specifically but it's entirely possible he like wrote the pilot three episodes and then dipped or they couldn't afford him i, I don't i don't i honestly i don't want to know i don't want to know why or how because no matter what ends up happening it's not going to give me any information i can work with at the end of the day, this is something that has just betrayed me on a deep fundamental level. I'm never going to be the kind of person who looks at an anime and goes, oh, here's the writer. I am or am not going to watch it now. 
You know, like I don't I don't do that. I'll get excited yeah, exactly. when I see a writer I recognize or a studio I trust. But fundamentally, like nobody is to the point, especially in anime, where they can oh. do no wrong or real. where oh. they can only do wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, even the people that can only do wrong can still be right sometimes. Because yeah. Studio, studio IG, at the end of the day, animated the first three episodes and all the other ones I watched. And I, I know they're not the writers, but like the animation quality didn't change. But the directing did. Yeah. The directing tanked that's also. That's what you get. It, it even got that's to the point where they get. started trying to do that avant-garde stuff, and it stopped working. Oh. Like, that's... I don't... It, it, it almost I'm feels so like bummed. a fucking George Lucas Star Wars lightning in a bottle shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I literally watched episode one, two, and three, and it was exactly like watching Star Wars four, five, and six. And then George Lucas gets another six episodes, and it's like, what What the <laughs> fuck? How did this person make that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I will say that um, the at least it it ended as an anime because for as much as like it was good, it still felt like an anime while I was watching it, oh, no, which is sure. why I was excited because it. So like watching Millionaire, I barely even noticed it was an anime because that's, like I was just fair, so yeah. engaged with like the story and the characters. Like I literally forgot I was watching an anime, and mm-hmm. um, and we talked about this with um. Magatsu Varheit Zerst as well, where yeah. like the only person in that anime that did anime trope shit was that like weird spy chick, and like I hated that she did it because it reminded me I was watching an anime and not something greater. Yeah. And um, and this one though, I knew I was watching an anime, but it was hiding this these like weird leftist terms in there and sort of like leftist, yeah, I, you know, like again, it's not real, but it, it was hiding shit in there. Like that term I, was fucking anarcho-communist. Again, lightning, like, yeah. how, how? What is more I don't believable? Know. That somebody just, like, did this on purpose? That they were told they couldn't? That the writer changed? The, they Or what? They stumbled upon all of this by accident? That's what's so confusing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always, yeah, I don't no, understand I, I think that's how. the most confusing part is how you get three solid episodes with a clear line of what you want to do with it. And then after that three episodes, it's like everybody changed except for the studio that animated it. I, I know in and the I past, just don't get it. In other in other TV shows, it happens where there are serious production problems. The first three episodes are the first three they make, and that's what they use to sell the show. And then they realize all too late that they're actually incompetent at the actual business of making anime, and yeah. they start missing deadlines and having to take shortcuts and all that crazy shit. So it could just be product serious production problems that we'll never be able to know. Anyway, so, let's talk about what we're supposed to talk about now. Well, no, no, yeah. one last thought, one last parting thought. No, no last. Let's okay, never mind. I'm we're just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, no, so no. I'm going to talk about it anyway. But um, so the the, the talkie guy that ah, the talkie guy we were uh, talking about, um, the one that had a second writing. Let me just confirm that. Yeah, he was the second writer. It says that on the wiki, it says that he was in charge of scripts along with that, like, Go guy, Go Zappa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I'm on something called Anime News Network, so take that with a oh, big old no, grain of salt. I'm not going to trust that. Ethan. You and think video game that... journalism has got a problem? Where am <laughs> well, I, Ethan? What do you mean? In, in Anime News, I don't understand where this is. I don't understand what it is. Say, like say a, the headline. Say the headline. Anyway, long story short, leftist I'm at it. gets murdered. Long story short, it, no, Moriarty story. the Patriot is a. He was in charge of series composition. Isn't composition for music? No, they will consider storyboarding a kind of composition. Hmm. Like, okay. like, like, like the, he's. 
I, I don't, don't know the lingo very well. I think you could maybe say it's like copywriting. If you know oh, anything hey, about it that, because um, you watched Mad Men. So I'm reading a key role given to the main writer of the series, Oh No. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Yeah, the meet, they meet with the director who technically still outranks them and sometimes produces during pre, uh, pre-production to draft the concept of the series, come up with major events, and decide how to place it all. Never mind. <laughs> Never it, mind it at all. It could also be, yeah. so like, this is a manga originally too. Yeah. So it could just be that the manga's dog shit. And True. they got to kind of do their own thing with the introduction, and that was when it was great. And then once they started having to follow the plot of the manga... You know, they had nothing to go off of. Like when All a right. character gets introduced whose entire personality is that he has a silent sniper rifle in the year 1811. <laughs> Mike, I you whoever's idea again. that was, you can you can die. You can oh, you can die. The world is a better place without you. We can kill you with the silent sniper rifle. No, it's going to be loud. It's going to be loud. It's going to be black powder. Everybody's going to know. Everybody. Anyway, all right. Back to current events, though. Um, we Don't. watched Jujutsu Kaisen and Higurashi. Uh, so, quick uh, ten seconds. How'd you guys like both of them overall? What do you think? Uh, uh, I had fun. They're, they're both enjoyable in different ways, and that's actually yeah. a really nice thing to have. Good, because that's exactly how I feel. So we'll just break right into it. All right, let's go to votes. Um, yeah, let's go to votes. Uh, uh, we'll start with uh, Jay. You called Higurashi. Sounded yes. like you really wanted to talk about it, so I gave it to you. Um, so let's start with you. Yeah. That's well, I, the uh, reason I called it is that Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh yeah, I get to eat my words twice today. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> is really, really good. Now yeah. I get the. I feel the knife creeping up behind me, like little Louis Moriarty. <laughs> Like, I'm being tested. Because yeah, right. God knows, <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. in episode four, Jujutsu Kaisen is just going to turn into, like, fucking Potter puppet pals. <laughs> anyway, but... Um, All right, well, so well, I wanted we'll Higurashi because Higurashi, yeah. I think, takes a little bit of a refined palette to enjoy. Not to fucking toot my own horn. But um, <laughs> it's... Like I listened to the dub. And the dub so is I. such a fucking train wreck that it's hilarious. Oh, oh it's fantastic, wasn't it? So fun. I, so I loved the dub enjoyable. of Higurashi. It was now, it was great. Yeah, no, it's great. Now, to try to get an even opinion, I went back and I watched the sub. Obviously, the sub is good in, in the sense that, like, people deliver lines and you can understand. Like, like nobody sounds like they're... I, I can't even describe some of the shit you hear from the dub. <laughs> you hear, you'll hear a person who's doing... A cutesy voice and it's clearly like a 39 year old woman who oh, is, is, is like she takes a hit of an inhaler to make sure her smoker's voice doesn't come out and she's doing like the cutesiest possible five-year-old girl voice she can and then she'll have to slip into her creepy voice in which case the smoker comes out she'll be like hey chris Coon, you want to go swimming and he goes hey you know i heard about this creepy thing in the village uh can you confirm or deny there was nothing happening i loved oh, those what cuts a, what, a, what a ride that was. absolute travesty so in the sub <laughs> much better however i just want to point out that this this story is fucking dumb as hell um mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like if somebody tried to tape you to a chair and make you watch k-on but um every time you watched one of the band performances of k-on uh they would summon satan and you're just like, is this supposed to be scary? I mean, like, you can't inundate me with utter moe garbage 
for 20 minutes and then for two minutes try to make me scared with atmosphere because your atmosphere is fucked dude just because the little girl's holding a big knife doesn't mean i'm scared she talks like a fucking chipmunk whose balls haven't dropped yet it's only one scary moment i think to me well not scary but just at least more jarring than anything else, but we'll get there. But yeah. speaking of this whole thing, Jay, just give us a quick synopsis oh, of the first oh two God. episodes Uh-oh. and walk us through it. Uh oh, the wiki. It's time for the wiki. Uh, I'm not going to read it. I'm going to do this off memory. Here oh my go. God! All right, we'll episode one. He's a hero. Because this this is one of those ones that's really easy to blend together in your brain because it's yeah, no, it's it, very yeah, cerebral sure and there's just a lot of talking. And so it's, it's hard so to get a, slow. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to get a feel for for pacing too because like when I'm describing it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go through entire conversations that took 10, 15 minutes in a single second because yeah. they're not important. Um, so basically, we the the show starts off with your protagonist, and he is a new kid in town to the town of Higarashi. Um, uh, is that name the village? No, it's um. Shoot, wasn't it called? Didn't it begin with an M? No, Hina, Hinamizawa. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Hinamizawa. Yeah, Hinamizawa. So, yes, yeah, so that's yeah. the name of the town, Hinamizawa. He's a newcomer to the town of Hinamizawa. To be perfectly honest, I don't remember where he's from or why I should care or if he even has parents. Uh, he, has uh, he does have parents. Didn't he come from Tokyo? Yeah, he does. Remember his dad peeks in in the third episode? I do remember Very that. In the third episode, you see his dad. But for all so I, I know, know he has a mom, he's like it. the crypt keeper. Like, that guy doesn't seem to have a job except looked really old and come up every once in a while for tea. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't. It's not a major plot point why he's here. He just moved no, there. No, it really doesn't matter. And I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, at all. I'm, I, I'm as far as I can. Eighty percent of so episode one, and honestly, eighty percent of most episodes, is this little kid hanging out with the after-school games club. I guess I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it's, what it is. It's clearly an after-school club because that's like the focus. They they stay after school and they hang out and they do stuff together. Um, and expressly the purpose of the club is that they play games with each other, I guess just to kind of stave off boredom. Uh, there's also clearly not a lot of people at the school. So like, yeah, I think it's like it, a mixed it, class. School. Yeah. It might be at the very, like, yeah, it's a mixed class. I'm pretty sure some of those kids are from different grades. Yeah, I think so. Um, and they play like, you know, little, gra- little kid playground games like tag and, you know, uh, find, tag. find the shit. Don't, don't even start with me. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the zombie tag scenes. All right, I'd rather not. Wow, they're really good. Talk it's about a fucking atmosphere up. killer. Hey, You're just supposed to be scaring me. I'll tell you what, that's avant garde. No, it's it's not. Yeah. It's letting you know so something scary is coming. No, avant garde would be in the middle of zombie tag. They kept inserting frames of rotting corpses. <laughs> <laughs> and that that'd be pretty avant garde. Just, just cutting away to like like clothes. fucking Tyler Durden in the bottom right of going to the screen. Yeah, see, it's only with his one dick frame, out so. or like one frame of pornography at 30 yeah. FPS, <laughs> just to see if you're paying attention. You know what you saw, but you can't say anything about it. <laughs> no, um, and so yeah, he plays uh, after school games with these kids. Uh, every one of those kids is possibly the most annoying thing on the planet. The, it's the like most annoying version of them. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's like you were watching ten different animes and you found four tropey characters, like complete derivative personalities, and you said, "What is the most annoying version of this ever made? I want to make a more annoying version of that by giving them a bad <laughs> dub on top of it." it. 
So there is the lolly who oh, likes good. setting traps. And What's her name? Nana, I think. Don't care. If she was talentless no, Nana, this not, would be a I'm million gonna, times better. Not gonna keep oh, yeah, sorry. I got him confused. I every one of these characters. No, I don't know. Don't uh, care. I hope they all die. Doesn't matter. Um, this is the first time I agree. Yes, she is the one who sets traps. She's devious. Yeah, How do you I, know she's record, devious? Because she sets traps and she has the, the little wolf tooth thing. Yeah, she's got a she, skin tooth. Called, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tooth. Yeah, and she, she laughs constantly and then, <laughs> which as far as I understand is two different tropes. Just yeah, mashed together. Yep. She was um, on screen for 20 seconds before I said, I hope she dies. Yeah, no, like, out loud, just staring that, at the that screen. That was the only thing that kept me going second, through a couple episodes was the, the, was the promise that, that some of these kids might die. Yeah. The second that I saw all of these kids of different sizes and different looks and different voice actors of different ages all in one room in the same club, I went, this is the most least likely club ever to ever Yeah, exist. it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, she I also cries every time anyone tries to call her out on her bullshit. Yeah. I don't... Which kind of fits. Uh, kind of. I guess if she was two. Well, I mean, she's I probably she like is. ten. Let's just, let's just call her what she is. Baby genius. Ah, okay, yes. this is a toddler who has the intelligence of a 13-year-old, which is impressive for a toddler, but in a room full of 15-year-olds, she's still a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's what we got right here. Uh, and also, she's voiced by someone who is clearly 45 and reads a lot of Twilight, and that's the only connection they have to youth, because Wait, her, voice act- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> her voice actor is absolute... It's the worst. It's terrible. She every every time she talks, it's like somebody grating liquid cheese into my ear. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but you know, like you know how like you hear it and then you get that ringing like a grenade went off next to your head, and it's just like and you just it just all the sound just gets sucked out of the room and all you hear <laughs> is that needle in your face. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate primarily because of her was the reason I went back and even tried the sub. I, 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 good point. I can't get her laugh out of my head, honestly. I, I know, just, it's I horrible. It. So, uh, after that, um, there's the big sister character whose job it is to explain the game. And apparently, she's the one obsessed with, she's kind of a dominatrix uh, because all of their huh? dumb little kid games have a punishment that oh, would yeah, maybe right, be yeah. more befitting of a frat boy. Yeah, so that's a, that's a fair awkward. point. Again, just really uncomfortable. She just seems really out of place with this group of kids because she's constantly like, "Whatever the game is, if you lose, you got to accept the punishment." And then yeah. she was drawing on people's faces, like again, like a frat These are boy. The rules of the club. These True. are the rules of the club. And it's like I don't. I don't okay. Uh, the next one is the good girl. You know, she's the good girl because she's a Japanese good girl, namely that she barely ever speaks. Uh, she only addresses people in the most polite way humanly possible constantly tells them that everything is okay and that she likes them she gives them head pads to make them feel better yes and she has never done anything wrong ever in her entire life everybody loves her everybody likes her and she has the personality of an actual doll Mm -hmm. so there you go I agree firmly agree there's your firm piece I do think that's on purpose though this time yes it is but I don't care yeah, no, that's fine. It, it's more just like so. I, I, real quick aside, I, I've noticed recently that we've watched a fair number of animes that are setting them. Yes, yes, I know a fair number in general. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> that are um, bad. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all dog shit. But uh, no, oh, so there's a lot How of this have happened? there's a lot of anime that we've watched that 
know that they are anime expressly set themselves up at the beginning with those tropes knowing they're anime just so that they can get off of those tropes which is now that it's been done so many times that that is also a trope which so is like, really yeah exactly i i, I was yeah. watching this and i was like wait hold on are we about to get like a really bad version of madoka because like madoka is making fun of that trope and like it, yes. it subverts it in like an expert way and like we watched Talentless Nana, which is also using this exact same trope, <laughs> and it does a pretty good job of it. And it's like definitely an interesting anime to watch. And then there's this one, <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. there's this. So here's the thing here's about like the, the the switcheroo. There's a lot of people. So it, you're right. I think these characters are all going to get deeper as time goes on. Not deeper in a good way, likely because their voice actor will still be awful, but. Deeper in the sense that more information about their past is going to come up and their relationship to the town and all the spooky, spooky nonsense. Uh, we got some backstory to the little blue girl who is more rounded, at least after episode one, than just good girl who never didn't do nothing wrong. So, uh, yes, I imagine all of these characters are going to get deeper. Here's the problem with this. Whenever you're watching something with the expectation that things will get later bad or later, Things will get better later. They will get later better. <laughs> it goes back to one of the arguments I've made before, which is that it's never okay to be bad on purpose. I think I've maybe yeah. made something like that before. So, like, yeah. you you don't just get to throw all these horrible, tropey characters in my face and expect me to like hi, them me. with the promise that they might become real characters later. It, it has to be doing it for an express purpose. Yeah, like, and even and this would be doing it for an express purpose, except that yeah. there is no purpose that can excuse this pain. Because well, the yeah, simple fact is, is that at, you like, you have to they have to still be good characters when they're when they're not their full character. You know what I mean? Like these yeah, kids yeah, should like still in, be uh, likable and they're not. Shoot, like like in Rent a Girlfriend. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like I mean, uh, again with Madoka, right? Like Madoka had these tropey characters, but then it paid it off because those children were not living in the world they thought they were living in. And, yeah, and they, and were, they were punished always, for it. Yeah, and they were always showing you little bits of that. Yeah, I can agreed. watch just episode one of Madoka Magica, and I can know that things are going to turn on their head later. And just I and and more importantly, I liked the characters as they were to start. In Madoka? They, yeah, they were deeper okay. than just tropes. They were still tropes, what? but they were deeper yeah. than that. A little bit. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I did not see it when I watched it. The also, first you time. have to remember at the very end of episode one, I think, is when they meet the cat. So, like, there's not a Wait, lot really? of. I think it so. It wasn't so. Okay. To be perfectly honest, like I think I've only watched, like, the redo of Madoka Magica. Like, the, hmm. the OVA version. So, it might just be that. Oh. It's, it happens at the end of the OVA version. Oh, you should. Original. From everything I've heard about the OVA, not the movie, really... just the OVA. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I don't know anything about the OVA. Then I was it's good. With the movie. It's good. Honestly, okay. it, it's the only version I've ever seen. To be honest, like okay. it's the one that was put up on Netflix like six times. Mike, what were you saying before? Hmm? Oh, I said Ethan. It's not pseudo intellectual, so clearly you weren't all in. And yeah, yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, if it's not garbage and pseudo intellectual, I have no interest in watching. It's not pseudo intellectual. Yeah. Ethan's not all in. So oh, uh, I anyway, only. I mean, I, look, man, I, like I got to do a synopsis, and I'm only through two characters, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I want to talk about not synopsis. See, this is what it feels like, Jay. Like, this fine. is what it is. Look, I don't yeah. care if you have something really cool to talk about. That's fine. I just wanted to get through the characters. Nah, it's bullshit. Go ahead and do the all characters. Right. 
<laughs> it turns out Ethan never Yeah, no, like, if you got a 20-minute <laughs> rant about characters right now, I'd love to hear it over me thinking up the other two characters who I have already forgotten. Uh, there's uh, there's so Pink-Haired One. Pink-Haired One is clearly, like, main bad guy. And that's yeah, yeah. that's even clear in three episodes. I won't get into it right now, but... Basically, Pink-Haired Girl is super generic, bubbly, outgoing like most popular girl, yeah. girl in school except there's only three girls in school well no there's technically four because there's at least four in his club is there yeah because there's green haired chick the one that gives him the tour all right and then the two little girls perfect girl and baka tooth and then pink hair dude i forgot about green girl you you talked about it earlier. wait little si- that's yeah, big you sister you... that was the dominatrix yeah, when you were, you were like you were about. like that's the fraternity chick oh, yeah, oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's green haired right. girl oh uh, whatever uh, anyway, uh, Pink Girl is generic bubbly. Who am I forgetting now? No, that's it. That's you it? Named, okay, good. I named them all. Main character. That's pretty much episode one. Like, nothing functionally happens in episode one except that they no, play a stupid right. game. This is astounding. Yeah, it's great. It's great. A horror anime revered by oh, decades of time. Uh, episode one goes by, it, it's, it might as well have been a moe slice they, of life piece of shit. They do have that, so they do introduce you to this whole this town has a dark past when that photographer guy comes up at the end and he goes yeah uh, there's still one guy on the run or something no no he no, says he, they never like, found the arm we never found the arm oh yeah there's still an arm or something and they and he has like a little flashback and he goes okay and then it just which i guess away. is so what that, counts as me getting scared because like yeah i don't gee yeah. why don't why don't you just put a small but you know what here we go insert one frame of like a cartoon ghost Boom. <laughs> that's it. That's about as much of a spook as I got. <laughs> Just well, do one of those old internet videos where you'd watch something at the end, a witch would come up and scream and scare you. And you'd be, ah, yeah. Just do this that. is exactly the kind of bullshit that maybe comes across a little bit better in a manga, but in an anime, it is so flaccid. Like you, you're having yeah. a conversation with a guy who looks like a war reporter because it looks like he's wearing fatigues and he's got yeah. dog tags so and a hat strange. and he's taking pictures and I'm like war photographer like, I like birds I like birds, I like birds. And you're like alright like, man okay, like, bud, okay. I like, can do I like it I guess birds. but yeah then he's like oh they never found the arm okay great Okay, and then he's like, "See you later." Who gives a shit? See, this kind of stuff would work better if it didn't seem okay. I, I'm gonna my, believe it like, or not, the tiny... concept of a severed arm is not enough to scare me. No, what? And, and the problem, what? the problem too, is like, not only did I fully expect the photographer to die at some point, like the first person to die. Oh God, yeah. But, like it's it's totally like easy to call that, and yeah. that means that whenever he's like subtly hinting and doing the but we never found the arm though. Like if he does that, then you make it seem like he's in on the plot. Yeah. But he's not in he's on the not. plot. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He's he not. just Otherwise, knows he as much be as here. everyone else in the town. Yeah. So like, it, it's, it's just this weird thing where like, it's, it's sort of like a, I mean, it's like what Mike was saying. It's sort of like a jump scare, but it's like a mini jump scare on everyone. It's but like, like, if, you're like if anything, it Man. shouldn't be on him. Yeah. Like no, it, you're right. It, very frustrating. So, so I, I think I'm going to start comparing this to The Wicker Man a lot. So, like, for example, this is the setup to any horror movie. You go into a place that is fine, but maybe just seems a little off. So, again, like, Wicker Man. Nicolas Cage has a mission. I forget what his original mission was, but I believe he was trying to solve a crime oh, or was, his wife invited yeah, him Yeah, he was something. solving... Wasn't it, like, a disappearance or a murder? Something like that. Something like something. that. So, yeah, so right off the bat, we start with a little bit of spooky. Just the idea that something bad happened on the island is step zero for the Wicker Man. He uh, he doesn't set one foot on. on that island before we know of the spookiness. 
this episode goes all the way to the end before the even concept of spookiness is even introduced. <laughs> Second of all, think about all the times in The Wicker Man where you could see what was off about the people. And you again, like all you get of that in here is the cameraman offhandedly saying that a, a severed arm may or may not exist. And a little girl doing her best three day three pack a day voice and fervently denying the existence of anything bad that has happened. That's it. And honestly, yeah, by the end of three episodes, that's as spooky as it fucking gets. Yeah, really. Yeah, is. they do like I will say they do a good job of making uh, this is <laughs> they do too like, good the... of a job of making the town seem normal. Because I feel like I'm just watching an anime I don't yeah, fucking yeah, like. It's, the, the, the town's off a little bit, and they just make a normal town. <laughs> like, all of all of what made Wicker Man... I, haven't even I got seen more it, horror like, elements from JoJo Season 4. But all that, all that made it creepy was, like, you saw the people, and even you realized there was something off without anybody telling you. Here, it's like, oh, all the people are normal, and people are telling me things are off. That's reverse. That's reverse Wicker Man. Everybody seems normal and somebody's shoving it down my throat that, no, there's something off. I swear to God, there's an arm missing. You don't understand. Somebody's missing an what? arm. <laughs> it's so like so, a moment that I, the moments I a like in the show. A running around here. Scary. I, I, I do like the moments whenever it cuts like all the like crickets or whatever, the cicadas out, and then they do like the creepy voice. I like the moment because that could be executed well. It's just not executed well here because yeah. it's the only thing that provides any creep factor at yeah, all. Exactly. Like those yeah. moments can be very powerful. Like if you were out in the middle of a field and all of a sudden everything cut out, you would know in a moment that something was devastatingly wrong. Like you might not know what, but like your life is might be ending at that exact moment. And like as an animal, you should be afraid of that. But if yeah. it's if it's done over and over again and there's nothing else happening, then it, it, you lose all worth. Yeah, like the first time it happened, I was like, "Oh shit, okay, hey, the plot's happening. I gotta yeah, pay attention." Yeah, no, that the was that was episode. okay. The cicada bit's not bad. It's just the only yeah, bit I they like have. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's a problem. To episode two. Um, the only funny part about episode one was they did a scavenger hunt, and at the end of it, the the perfect little purple-haired girl goes, "Look, I got you a present for winning." And she opens it up, and it was set up well enough, and a giant boxing glove comes out of it and docks Dex's girl in the face. And yeah. I chuckled a little bit. It wasn't hilarious, but I was like, hey, that was at least relatively well set up and the only thing entertaining about the first episode. I mean, the funniest thing about it was out. listening to them talk. Well, yeah, that oh too. My God, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, no. The, uh, did that happen in episode one? But I don't yeah, know. because that was a, really sharp... was a scavenger hunt. Episode two is zombie tech. Yeah, no, you no, can no. tell by the games they put oh, where things happen. Uh, yeah, so beginning of episode I two, uh, I had to rewind to make sure I didn't start in the middle. The yeah. beginning of episode <laughs> two is... Yeah, it's exactly like Madoka. I don't remember the name of the, the black-haired girl in Madoka who's constantly going back in time to try to right the wrong. Uh, but it's exactly uh, like I have her. no idea. Mommy? No, that's no. not at all. Never. Mind. I wish it was uh, Mommy John. Mommy John. Oh my god. No, no, no. It's 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 exactly <laughs> like that. This girl, this uh, green-haired one. Yeah, green-haired that's one. That's the oldest one. No, wait. Which one's the good one? Blue one. Blue hair. I don't know. Does it matter? Whatever. The goody two-shoes one wakes up in the void between time and space. Oh, purple-haired. Oh, purple-haired. That's what you're yeah. asking. The void between time and space, talking to some kind of horned lolly oh, deity yeah, that's about right. how I, I, things are going to be better this time around. I, I know what happens. I'm 100 years old. 
and the hundred-year-old like, Lolly. Who killed? And I know who killed Rika. Yeah, I don't remember who Rika Even is. She's Rika. She's Rika. Oh, gay. I don't understand why she talks in the third person. Good question. All right. I'm very confused. So there you go. Um, and then she goes, yeah, but nuh-uh. And she goes, yeah, but uh-huh. And then we cut away. And I have no idea what that was about. And I'm just like, okay, the well. Zombie tag. This is some, in, this is some, yeah, now we play zombie tag. And God, they gratuitously that. explain the rules of zombie tag. And we get a really, really dumb 90% of the episode hey, dedicated could to I, playing Could I get a rundown on that, though? You're not going to get a rundown. I'm not going to describe zombie tag. I need to know about zombie okay, tag. But no, I'll you don't. It. So the point of zombie tag is one person says a zombie, they have to move slow, and they have to try to catch everybody. And it's basically just like uh, any game where I tag you, now we're on a team, and we have to get everybody. Like so a zombie would not a play. Would that, easy, involve, easy would that involve information warfare? Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> but, I don't want to talk about this. But I guess it this. can. But anyway, just, yeah, just continue on. Yeah. God, uh, this oh, yeah. At the end of the first episode, the only real plot-relevant thing that happens is pink-haired girl finds a KFC statue in a pile of rubble. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. She decides they, that's we just should the know they thing. keep going back to this junkyard over and over again. Oh yeah, what, what, why it exists? What is it? I don't know. It's just some kind of weird. Is, is that where the dam was supposed to be? Like... Fuck if I know, dude. All okay. I know is it's full of everything. Like it's an entire town's worth of shit just no, dumped the on the ground. Dam got cancel cultured. There right. is no dam. No, no, looks, I know. So it's just a junkyard. Like, yeah. like someone at the at the local and quarry. A hand. There's a missing arm right. and a junkyard and no dam, and that's what we know, and that's what's scary. Yes, no dam. Very afraid. Ooh, no dam, social engineering. Missing, missing arm, Colonel Sanders statue. Yes, Colonel so, Sanders statue in the rubble. She thinks it's cute. It's okay. She doesn't have a developed brain. Uh, episode <laughs> two, uh, they get she she reveals that she is also a member of the Urukai. And she brings her blade from the Battle of the Two Towers and hands it to the main character and says, here, you can chop wood with this, too, I guess. And he goes, okay, cool. I'm going to start chopping wood to free the KFC statue. And then in the periodic time in which he is chopping this wood, he he gets a rage boner about being an Urukai. And he remembers the last time he smashed something a whole bunch of times. And it was a person... I guess. Yay. Also, do you Ooh. enjoy how the the way he's smashing the wood to get Colonel Sanders out? He's taking that like Urkai blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, he's taking the point of it. Yeah, yes. the point. It just beats the shit out of this plank of wood with a point, and the way it breaks, like just for just picture in your mind, if you want to chop wood, first off, you wouldn't use a sharpened point. Probably, it's like, it's like using a pickaxe to chop. Yes, wood, it's also it's like and the strongest wood on the fucking planet because it looks like a yeah. goddamn two by four <laughs> that you can snap with your arms. And did he's you guys just notice it on was it. like breaking? Oh yeah, because it, it broke, broke like, like a it was made of rock. Video game. Yeah, what on earth? It looked like Minecraft. It fucking like, exploded like... into pieces. <laughs> I don't think they know how wood works. I, no, I, they've I, never I, been they outside, don't. man. The people who make this have never broken anything That's in their the life. That's the spookiest thing in this anime. They they hit their desk really hard, but they're too weak. They don't. Even, they think their desk is impenetrable. <laughs> I'm starting to sense a subplot. This is why uh, people think hiding under a desk will save you from a nuclear. <laughs> there you go, man. I mean, look how many yeah, it t- hits it took from that Urukai blade. <laughs> now, to be fair, in Japan, I think they might actually know something about the power of a nuclear blast, Mike. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah, wait a minute. That's not of all I was the people who aren't going to buy duck and cover. I think it's the people who uh, know firsthand it doesn't work. The only oh, people man. literally to Dead know tech, that. Yes, very true. 
The only people and some fish. True. Actually, you know what? And also some um, Australians, some like native Australians. Yes, yes, yes. It. Some like Death Valley animals. These are fun facts. Here. We are not good to people. <laughs> anyway. Or animals. Like fish aren't anyway, people. Anyway, continue on, Jake. Jeez. Anyway, um, what happened in episode two? Oh, yeah, they free the KFC statue and little pink-haired girl thinks she's threatening when she's holding the Orokai blade and she's just not threatening. Yeah. The least what? threatening thing on the planet. Uh, is the episode two where the detective shows up or is that just the beginning of episode three? Episode no, wait. two. Uh, I can't remember anything else saying. happening at the end of episode, episode two. Oh. Episode three. Yeah. Wait, episode no, wasn't... three. Oh, go ahead. I think it's episode no, it three. No, it was episode three where the, where the guy Okay, yeah. Up. So beginning of episode three, more or less, um, a detective strolls into town. Now there's another newbie. And he goes up. I, I can't believe this is fucking happening. A detective slash private investigator who is at the very least a cop or no, was he's, a cop. He's yeah, he's a cop. He's a, he's a, yeah. yeah, he's a proper cop. He he's trying so he's to investigate like an ungodly number of murders and disappearances in this town. Of what must have maybe a thousand people, there have been two. There's been at least one disappearance one murder, and one or one murder more murders on the same day every year. Going back at least four years. Like, that's fucking yep. embarrassing. Yeah. So, he strolls into town, and he's got to investigate this problem. And who does he go to? Why, of course, the nearest nine-year-old boy who's not from around here. Yep. Yeah, I haven't... Like, I watched Hot Fuzz, and Hot Fuzz basically has the same plot as the show. Only, they thought it was a joke when, like, everybody was in on the... Like, Hot Fuzz presented this exact plot as, like, an ironic joke. Like... Yeah, nobody. Yeah. That this doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. God, dude. Yeah, the guy from yeah, out my, of town. My favorite, my favorite part of that scene is where the cop walks up and is like, "Hey, I need to speak to this." Well, it's he's really probably hot. thirteen year old or whatever. Yeah. And immediately the teacher's like, "Yeah, whatever. You can like talk to any thirteen year old you want. Do whatever you want with Just them. Just interrogate and my like, students, please." Listen, it's so, really hot out here. Do you think yep. you could come into my car with me? I'd really like that. And then he cracks a joke about he's like, oh, don't worry. I'm a cop. I'm not going to, like, abduct you. I'm not You're like, why would you say it like that? Say that's... Okay, but now, now I really think you're yeah. Yeah, I feel If like I wasn't thinking thigh. it before, I'm I am now. I'm not going to abduct you. Wow, right? that, you're a hard like, sell there, man. That. Why don't you take your windows while you're at it? <laughs> Get your fucking black Sharpie marker out and start calling on your windshield. Hey, does this, does this cloth smell weird? Don't worry, it's not chlorophyll. Yeah. Can you just smell Come it on, real man. long? Dude, this thing smell. smells so gross. You should smell it. It's not chloroform right <laughs> Yeah, you're really selling me on this. <laughs> That's a hard buy, friend. All right. Uh, yeah, he talks to this kid. He basically says, he just dumps exposition on your face. Yep. Tells you that the town, exactly what I said before, the town has had one or more murders plus disappearances every single year on the night of the festival constantly and everyone in the town just apparently believes in dumbass old folk tales which by the way can we just say he he talks it so dismissively and judgmentally yes. about those people believing in like spirits and ghosts and ghouls and goblins meanwhile every fucking anime i've ever goddamn seen has to have at least one urban legend in it so I don't know where you fucking get off being judgmental, Higurashi, but I'm pretty well, sure 99.9% of the people reading this are exactly that stupid. 
Well, he's playing both sides. Yeah, it's right. He's saying that there are Oni and that there are also not. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, so you got he me. wins. He is playing well, he called both the, sides. He called it the boonies, so it was all okay. <laughs> yeah. He did refer to it as the boon out here in the boonies. Son. I actually kind of right, liked it. Like, there's there's some times in this whenever, like, the dub goes a little. So, like, the, the dub words, like, the actual, like, the written word of the dub is not the worst thing I've ever heard. The performance of the written word <laughs> yes. of the dub yes. is really bad, right. though. Oh, yeah. His performance of out here in the boonies. They believe yeah. is stupid this, bullshit. That was a great-ass speech. I liked this it. Episode, fini- fini- finish this episode, because I wanted to talk about a few things in this episode that stood out to me. Oh, but I don't want to um, keep interjecting. Episode 2 just, uh, is the actual... Uh, festival. You're on episode three now. Yeah, yeah. I just checked. The yeah, cop oh, shows yeah, up in episode two three. Is the festival, yeah, episode two is the festival, which is festival. relatively important. Nobody cares. So this festival happens. Yeah, they yeah. say it's a festival yeah. to worship the the god of They're fucking cloth serious. blankets or some bullshit. They got a really lame. Hey, god. wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I don't no. know if this is a real deity or not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh, it's it definitely okay. not. This is like a local like spirit of the village kind of deal. That's why he's the god of fucking fuzzy blankets because he's fucking lame. And the slot was open. It's like in the episode of Futurama where they're trying to name their food. They're like, oh, the only two things that aren't copyrighted are snargle blasts and poplars. <laughs> I know. We'll call them poplars. <laughs> like, yeah, poplars fucking genius. There are only two gods that don't exist. So which is your god? The one of blankets or the one of cum puddles? So I think we're going with blankets. <laughs> okay. All so, right. So, yeah, the, their god of fucking blankets uh, needs a festival every year. Where they rip the stuffing out of a futon mattress and send it down river. I yeah, fucking boy, shit you weird. not. That is the that is the lamest shit I've ever heard. So it was weird looking. They got a dumb lame god. Oh, I guess relatively important thing. The ceremony is uh <laughs> this is another great line delivery. Uh blue hair girl or purple haired girl is the because she's the most like cutesiest best girl in the whole village, she gets to do the ceremony. And so the ceremony is this little girl comes on stage with, and I quote, a ceremonial hoe. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird, but all right. I bite it. Set like, the scene. Whatever. Set the scene. She comes out with it and she starts walking around. And the main character looks to the, to the dominatrix girl and goes, what is that? And she goes, oh, it's the ceremonial hoe. And I'm like, dude, you can't call her that. <laughs> She's nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about you can't that. Fucking I was say like, that. I was too focused on like what is, what, what like I mean I guess there could be a ceremony. What is though, this but... super hexeros? Come on! Oh, <laughs> best anime. Oh, yeah. Oh. So uh, yeah, so she dances around in a circle for an uncomfortably long time with a ceremonial. It hoe. did take a while. That is literally just a hoe with a with a bow on it and some jingle bells. And so after you know, she I'll gets done. That, I... I'll say I've seen a lot of fucking church services where there's young kids on stage doing something dumb. Hundred and ten percent. The, the I part where she's it. up that there part. in a stupid dress doing a dance, totally in the realm of possibility. It's when she then takes that hoe and starts clobbering the shit out of a futon mattress. That's where we kind of drift into nonsense land. And yeah, she goes, me a bit. she she spends a good five minutes wailing on this mattress. Yeah, everything, mm-hmm. like, I can't stress enough, everything in this anime is so slow. So slow. Yeah, I, can you imagine reading the manga and there's just an entire chapter of her hitting a mattress with a hoe? Yeah, that's what this fucking feels like. Yeah, it feels exactly like that. 
So, yeah, she she wails on it for a while, and then we just cut to the river bend. And pink hair girl does a weird, very Catholic-looking prayer where she says, I love you, God of cloth. I love you, God of fuzzy vampires. I love you, God of fuzzy wumpkins. Uh, and then she goes, uh, she touches a little fuzzball to her head, and then she touches one to her heart, and she makes a gesture. I'm like, uh-oh, don't go down anymore. And she does Yeah, it. she stops at her stomach, right? Whew. Oh, man, that was close. <laughs> we were almost somewhere, and we didn't want to be here. Uh, so then she goes, oh, and we put it all in the river so that the god likes us again. And then the kid from out of town's like, oh, you freaky people are weird, but I guess I'll do it. And he does it. Um, and then I guess toward the end of the episode, pink haired girl's walking through the woods being spooky because she's the bad guy. And that's obvious. And she sees war reporter and other lady who I think was introduced for two fucking seconds. And oh, yeah. We, I don't even know her name her. or anything about her. And I couldn't care less. Like the most nothing character of all time. And mm-hmm. uh, then pink haired girl says, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill the shit out of those two grown adults. Uh, well, she says it with her eyes. With my Urukai blade. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Look like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> She's fucking and then She-Law. Just like, uh, just, just like Rena Girlfriend, we, we cut to uh, the commercial scene. Except for instead of a cum rag, it's a uh, a plate of just like a hand, but it's been cooked a little, you know. Yeah. She's it like, cuts well, that to, was it good. Just cuts to, it just cuts to Hannibal Lecter cutting off that guy's brain and feeding it. Yeah. To him. Perfect. Oh, anyway. I so, ate his liver you... with uh with some coffee and a nice Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so stupid. <laughs> Um, so yeah, more reporter guy apparently loses to a five-year-old girl with a replica Lord of the Rings prop and, uh, other lady, I assume just dies of fright. Uh, point is beginning of episode three, the police detective comes back, talks to his one and only source in the village, a nine-year-old boy and says, Hey, those two people, they disappeared last night. No one ever saw them again. And then the little kid, who is apparently smarter than this cop, goes, yeah, well, how do you know anything bad happened to them? What if they're just not around? I mean, it's been fucking, like, eight hours. Maybe calm the fuck yeah. down. And the cop's he like, yeah, well, joke's on room. Yeah, like, fucking joke's on you, you nine-year-old bitch. Okay, we found their only modes of transportation sitting exactly where they were at the end of the night. And then the nine-year-old boy didn't come back with, yeah, well, maybe their room was the woods, old fuck. You know, people fuck in the woods <laughs> sometimes. It kind of happens. What? Like, the walk of shame with Poison Ivy is not something people haven't heard of. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah, I, the that, amount that he divulges to this, like, 13-year-old, too, is just insane. Yeah. And this is, again, the spookiest thing we've seen so far, besides, you know, Aragorn's leftovers. No, there was a time, like, it got spooky when What's-Her-Face raised the Urukai blade against him. And no, it was paying. not spooky. No, it was, was fucking dumb. Dumb. I think the only spooky time that comes in this episode is when she... When they're talking about hiding secrets from each other, and she does that little like scream that that scream. Yeah, she does her three pack a day voice. Movie, yeah, that movie called the I don't know if you guys ever seen it's called The Forgotten. Yes, it's where this um, this chick loses her son but doesn't remember that she even had a son, and then tries to figure out that she has a son. And it turns out these like gods in the sky were trying to see if anybody would forget that they ever had a son or a daughter or anything. And uh, at the end of the movie, he just like. 
it's like it's um it's a psychological thriller but at the end of the movie he just goes forget like out of nowhere in this very creepy like demanding overpowering voice like fuck you need to forget and that's exactly what that scene yeah. reminded me of she's like do you have any secrets and she's like she goes like full bilbo yeah i was like oh my <laughs> gosh you need to calm down lady now that wasn't scary, but it at least was like unnerving for a second because yeah. it was the most the most uh, anti her that she's shown herself to be. Uh, and then and then that whole scene in his bedroom, I guess, is the last scene. That one fucked with me, but that's just because it's a personal fear, like the idea of There's someone a... being in your walls. Like, oh, nah, your bedroom, burn the fucking house down. <laughs> like, going to hide in your bedroom. I know you're you uh. sleep under my bed. Like we have an arranged decision, you know. But so my. I guess I'll talk about this now because that's basically the whole episode is she hides in his room while he's talking to the police officer. But my favorite bad dialogue of the of the three episodes happens in that third episode when the police officer calls him. So yeah. here's how it's set up is police officer calls his house and uh, you hear the dude's dad go, hey, somebody from the, the bookstore is on the line. And he goes, hey, it's me, the police officer. And he goes, okay. And he's like, sorry, I had to say that to your parents. Uh, I had to tell them I was from the bookstore. And then he's like, listen, I looked through her past. Now, listen, if at any point you doze off, uh, you can just, we can just stop. And then he starts talking about it. And it's not that boring of stuff. It's just, he's like, no, 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 seriously. Like, if it ever gets too boring, just tell me to stop. And then he tells you, like, pseudo sort of interesting things about it. And then he has to go. And he's like, yeah, this is probably a good cutting off point anyway. I was like, what? What is this? What? Who pays this cop to do his job? Because he is not doing anything remotely related to his job. He's calling a 13-year-old to talk about, to, like, have sleepover conversations <laughs> with. He's sick. like his fucking criminal confidant. Like, he's calling him to vent. <laughs> and he's like, seriously, stop me. Like, if you're going to fall asleep, it's okay. Look, I know my, I know, <laughs> I know this fucking decade-long thriller of a murder mystery is fucking stale as shit. He's like, so if you just like, want to cut like, your wrists and get it over with, I completely understand. He's like, this is going to get real boring, but uh, her family used to live here and then moved away, and now she's back again. I know that's super boring, but she also used to have visions of this god every day. Yeah. I know that's she's a total boring. fucking like, nutjob psycho murderer. <laughs> I, I know. I, boring I, I, as fuck. Look, look it, I, just... just Close your mouth. I know you're yawning. All right, it's okay. Uh, I got see, another. I, I, I got another bed. fucking I'm, snoozer. I'm just gonna tell you, she's this escaped is... from Arkham Asylum seven times. I'm just gonna tell you that's not very interesting. I know. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. This is, I was on an airplane once and I couldn't fall people. asleep, so I just read the case files. It was like fucking Zoloft, kid. <laughs> This is like the uh, me out faster than melatonin. Good lord! This is like when you're making a presentation or something like that. Like you're telling a story to someone, and you're like, "All right, now listen. This is gonna be like it's it's a long story. It's pretty arduous. It's kind of boring." And then you tell like a thriller of a story, but then they're like, "Well, why'd you say that was boring? Like I wasn't into it because you told me it was boring." And you're like, "Well, I just yeah, I don't want you to get like too bogged down in the details, you know? Like this is gonna suck. I don't want to lose uh, you." Anyway, that was my favorite bad dialogue story, uh, for what it's worth. Um, all right, well, that's that's uh, Higurashi. So let's talk about my pick and uh, possibly the greatest anime ever made. The no, greatest shonen, uh, at least. J- 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 the greatest shonen ever made. Now, I have some. I have a bone to pick with this anime, too, but we'll get to that. Uh, Ethan, go ahead and tell us about Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, sure. So um, 
there's this like continuous hey, trend. You didn't warn me if this got boring, I could just doze off. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, just stop me if this is boring. You know, just like really, <laughs> just like let me know. Because listen, there's God, a lot of God, I'm so fucking excited. Episodes. Can you please stop continuing? No, I just look. I just want to make sure that you're still with me. You, you awake? Jesus Christ! It's a fucking adrenaline-packed, edge of your seat slobber knocker. Could you, could you just fucking tone it down a bit? I'm trying to nap. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> so animes, so many of them. I feel like they, they feel like it's important to have this like hook that is actually just a scene that will show up later. And I feel like we need to talk about it real quick. Hooks don't have to like be something you always return to like do they get that no like, hooks they don't. don't have to be like it preferably it sets the stage of your world and it isn't within like you don't even have to return to it in any capacity ever again Ethan. like yeah. it doesn't have to get referenced Ethan. that's kind of the point of a hook sir it gives you a window in this is japanese shonen no it's just corporate <laughs> media really episode one has to be episode one through ten thousand the formula, yeah. Ethan. The formula. Shit, I, I forgot, sir. Plug I, and play, sir. This right, is your editor so, and Etch-A-Sketch. Please, treat him with the same so, courtesy you would anyone else. We have a hook, and it's uh, you find out that it's MC, and he's talking to this one guy that has like a blindfold on. This black blindfold. And yeah. they're sitting in a yeah. room full of a bunch of candles, and like, you know those like a... Uh, they're like religious symbols in Japan where like well, it's what like, are we, but what are they called? No, they're, they're yeah, they're, they're magic symbols. Right? They're not religious, you they're fucking talismans. pagan. Yeah, they're magic. They're talismans. Yeah. They're like ninja talismans. It's exactly the same thing, yes. You, you moron. I, man, I, I think I'm an asshole. I can't actually tell. Don't like, worry about Martin it. Luther na- it's All not right. Martin Luther nailing up the 99th thesis in the room. It's just magic talismans. Right. Could be. Also, All right, well, whatever. Also, so it's magic so talismans know, are hanging up. Every one of them's a ninja. Wow. Okay. So anyway, they're hanging up in the room, and basically, mask guy is threatening um, MC, who just woke up from a nap, and is like, "We're gonna execute you." And uh, cut away from that scene. What? 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 Back anyway. I know it's wild. What? So it's a good thing I was shown this, otherwise I might be a little, you know, bored. Yeah. Hey, stop me if this is boring. Um, hey, real quick. Whenever we saw the uh, the OP, the uh, or the shit, yeah, the OP. Oh, um, you watch the OPs? Uh, not much, but I I try to I watch it the my, first I time. I clicked my right trigger exactly Ew. nine times because it's ten seconds. What's wrong with that's you? That's a minute and a half, and then the OPs. I, all right, whatever. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is, I swear to God. So there's a, there's a panda in the OP. Yes, he's that doing is jumping parkour. over buildings. Yes. I swear to God, we've seen that exact scene in some other anime. No. Like another OP. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm pretty confident know. about it. I'm going to have to. I mean, well, if you, you could be right. I just don't recollect it. A little bit of deja well, whatever. there. So, MC's name is Editori? Editori? Something like that? Ika um, Ichigo. Itadori. 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 Ichigo. No, Ichigo. Yuji Itadori. All right, Itadori. So, he's hanging out in the. Uh, He's hanging out in the hospital with his grandpa, who's bedridden, and uh, grandpa's like, or no, hold on, sorry, he's not there yet. He gets a phone call from his grandpa, and his grandpa's like, fuck off, stay in school. Uh, Specifically, go go to to your after-school club. Yeah, go to your after-school club. So, cool. Now we have another cut. 
there's a black spiky haired dude that goes and checks on this like little wooden shed sort of like a like a free library kind of looking thing and um essentially what it looked like i don't know but so he opens up the doors expecting to find a cursed item and it isn't there and he's like oh fuck where'd it go decent decent comedy bit where he like sticks yeah actually i enjoyed that moment it was a bet it was bad it was well it was paced well you know it didn't try to set it up too bad it didn't overreact to it you know what i mean there was no like (laughs) yeah it's it was like a serious moment that turned goofy from a character you wouldn't have really expected to be goofy because it seems like he's the guy that's supposed to be tough so but then he doesn't get goofy again, so it's kind of at least funny because it's not like yeah. he keeps doing these things yeah. over and over. It's well timed. Yeah. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's a it's a good joke. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. And then um, he, and then he moves on with his life. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, good, makes sense. So now we cut back to MC. He's hanging out in his like after school club, and it turns out it's like all about the occult. Um, mm-hmm. And he's doing like a Ouija board thing, and uh, his two buddies. There's like a male and a female buddy of his. And they're just, like, kind of fucking off. Well, um, effectively, the I think it's, the, like, the class president. I don't actually know for sure, but... Um, yeah, it is, it is the class rep. They say president. Gotcha. So, and class so president... he comes in, like, demanding them to be disbanded, essentially. Yeah, he's like, you have to disband, and I can prove that you must legally disband, because you, points at MC, you're a part of the rugby... Uh, I mean, the track and field club. Track and field, yeah. And he's like, I didn't sign up for that. And then they were like, well, here's the coach. And he said you did. And then the coach shows no, no, up. No, 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 It wasn't here's the coach. The coach then just appears and goes, that's because I switched your resume or I switched your name to our club. He literally just comes yeah, in. Yeah, he kicks in the says, fucking door. I forged your signature. Yeah, the because pre- the president's like, oh, my gosh, the teacher who causes as much trouble as Yuji is now here. I don't know what to do. And he just cowers in the corner. I enjoy this coach. He's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty well done. I, I, yeah, I enjoy him a lot. He, but anyway, we'll, we'll move on. So the coach is like, yeah, fuck you. You can only be in my after school club, so you can't be in this one. And, uh, MC's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to do it. And a- apropos of nothing, track and field coach is like, if you can beat me in like a, a contest on, you know, the, the track and field field, then, uh, you don't have to be in the club. But if I beat you, you have to be there. And, uh, for some reason, he accepts. Um, so there's a there's a joke in here about um like they argue with the uh, the president about like the the actual real occult stuff happening on the school grounds, and um there's some like there's like an okay joke in there, but it doesn't really matter that much. Um, so uh, let's see here. Around the time that they're heading out to the track and field area, the black spiky haired dude shows up at the rugby field, and he's like, hey, this, like, field seems really spooky. I wonder if there's a dead body under it, which is a callback to the joke they just made because that's, like, what the occult club was saying is yeah, someone got murdered there. Yeah, the occult out, and then the president was like, no, it was just ticks. Yeah, it's just like, literally ah, people. At least we're trying. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a funny joke that they're calling back on it. Um, anyway, track and field coach does shot put and he throws it and he gets like 14 meters or some such. It literally says and, um, that he just set a world like record. Yeah. No, yeah. he was like Japanese. It was like the coach threw it. Let's just say 
12 meters and Japan's records like 18 meters. So like it was, or like 15 and 18, whatever, but he threw a good throw. And then he's like, Hey, do you mind if I throw this any way I want? He's like, yeah, I won't call any fouls. Good luck beating that. And then he just chucks it like three times as far. And, and he chucks it overhand. Yeah. Like if you yeah, guys have ever seen shot put, like you put it up by your like neck and you spin a yeah, couple of times. To, you have to like, you have to like shot put it, which is yeah. where you like spring your elbow up. And that's what you have to do. No, he just like hard tosses this like a pitcher. That's what he does, and he and he nails it into a a, a, a soccer a goal soccer team. Yeah, and yeah. it like smashes the net. Yeah. And um, for the rest of this scene that we're here, the coach just like jaw is open, and he's just staring because like that a hundred percent like defies all logic. Yeah, right? he, what he just did and, was impossible. He, yeah, he's literally two like two times no, better than any human who has ever lived, <laughs> including yes, several Greek Olympians who straight up cheated. <laughs> And and on top of that, did it in a way that is not the normal way of doing it, like doing it in the less efficient way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's like anyway. Eventually, you see the students in the background are like placing shot put balls on top of the coach because he just hasn't moved, which is like kind of a cute thing. Yeah, fun um, little joke. It was a good joke. Um, so it turns out MC has the cursed object, and this is found out whenever um black spiky hair guy sees mc run by and like he basically sniffs out cursed object energy on him and he tries chasing after mc but mc's so like literally just normally he's like physically active to the point where he just outruns black spiky hair guy by like a lot like someone in the audience is like Dude, that guy runs like he's run a fucking car. In like three well, yeah, that's the thing. He's I like, think what they is he, a car? Like kilometers per hour. I think they said he was running <laughs> at like almost 30 miles an hour, which, again, yeah. is almost double the fastest people who have ever ran. Yeah. Um, and Black Spiky Hair Guy even notes, like, oh, man, that guy is, like, so good at being physical, and he doesn't even use cursed energy to do it. That's insane. Yeah, this this is literally the greatest physical human being ever by yeah. like a magnitude of two yes. that's our protagonist yes. people you know and i and i really to be honest i fucking appreciate it because going like compare this side by side with my hero academia fucking night and day watching that uh, yeah watching I, that yeah. stupid whiny crybaby little twerp no, he... get handed the the greatest power in the fucking universe for no good fucking reason and compare that to the greatest fucking human specimen ever born yes <laughs> going out of his way to eat the the remains of the greatest fucking wizard killer Sorcerer murder baby. man of all time that's so yes. much more interesting sounding yeah, the, I I do agree. So Shonen, I, I I'll be very clear. I don't really like Shonen. There are some times that I can enjoy it. Like I know I bashed Hunter Hunter before. Like I enjoy pieces of Hunter Hunter that keep me watching it because some aspects of it are very interesting. Like and I and I have no problem with that. And some aspects of um, uh, my hero also keep me watching it. Like the moments whenever it's just, uh, I don't know. I'm really far behind on it. Don't watch it. Oh, it's, is that the it, joke? It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, and so, like, there are times, there are, like, good big moments in Shonen that can really drag you there. But this one's cool because it's just a better version of it. Like, I don't have to watch, um, what, what's what's the guy's name of my hero? Um, Deku. Oh, uh, Deku. Deku. I don't have to watch Deku cry for the first, like, eight episodes. Like, this guy's yeah. just a badass from the start. 
and he doesn't really talk about being a badass. Yeah. He just kind of does yeah. it. And, and just to be that's clear, for I, that's what I like. About oh yeah, yeah. For all the fucking my hero stands, the two of you who are listening to this, um, I don't care that Deku cries. I care that he complains and whines. See, that's the yeah, difference. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Deku only yeah. cries yeah. for like half of the first season. Deku whines all day, every day. The only he has two modes whining about how he's not good enough or he doesn't deserve something or blah, 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 blah. I'm dumb. I'm weak. Why didn't I do it right? And then I'm going to be the best. And it's like, yeah, how, it, how does this fucking shit coexist in the same human it, brain? I also just hate how they display emergencies and how Deku and other people react to it. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's like been in a flight fight or flight moment or an emergency. Well, let's about let's be kind. fucking clear here. No one who's come within fifty feet of an anime or a manga has ever been in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. <laughs> yes. Well, shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't need this right anyway, now. Anyway, my my point is though is just that like these. This is not how people react to this. It like you you the reason why people train so much on a specific response is because the body doesn't stop and think and weigh all of its options in like <laughs> bullet time. You just react. I'm sorry, sir. So, like, Are you it, saying you don't have a very very long expository internal monologue every time anything goes wrong within a hundred? It's feet so of frustrating. Country. It's That's so literally how I live my life. Yeah. I, I would much prefer like. So, for instance, Talentless Nana actually does this well yeah. because the thought process happens while she's talking. It's in real time, and this it's so ingrained in how she works that she doesn't even stop to think about that she's just a fucking murderer. And it's, and like, it's either during or after what's going on is still happening. Exactly, It, yes. it doesn't put like the world on pause. Yes, exactly. I, I don't know. It's, it's very frustrating watching this shit yeah. because, like, it, it doesn't matter. Jujutsu Kaisen so, so far has none of that shit. I agree. Um, it does slow-mo shit, but you don't go in his head while he's well, doing yeah, you, you it. Don't... Uh, well, they, they do a little. A Sometimes they bit. do. But so the, yeah. the instances you're talking about, one, it wasn't the main character's head, and two, he didn't pause time while he did it. Yeah, it's so yeah, there's a time when he's standing outside of a gate and he has to go save his occult buddies essentially because they Okay, we, let me just go through this because it's about to come up anyway. It's Jujutsu Kaisen. Basically, it's a shonen. The plot is not what matters. Yeah, he gave he gave a finger, a cursed finger, to the occult club while he went to go check on his grandpa in the hospital. His grandpa dies while he's there, and his grandpa's like, <laughs> "Hey, live your life, make friends, save people." No, look, I actually, I really love going. grandpa's fucking speech because it's not the very typical like shonen anime speech. He basically says like he comes down to so in the little time you know him, he's a crotchety old fuck. Fine. Yeah. He he basically rolls over on his side after his his son his grandson comes to visit him and he basically says, "Look, kid, I'm a crotchety old fuck. Nobody cares about me, and that's why I'm gonna die here alone. Yeah. Don't be like me. Yeah, live for other people. And Damn. the Damn. second he's done with that sentence, he flatlines. Yeah, he's just fuck, dude." He dies, like no shitting the pants, no last gasp, no eyes back He's in the just head. Gone. He just fucking yeats. He was just quiet, and then you see Yuji pick up the phone to call the nurse. Yeah, and, and he and freaks out. He line. freaks out, yeah, and he has a real bad day. Him. It cuts to him crying, and he goes, 
my grandpa's dead and they just yeah. wheel him off and that's a really good scene. scene a lot of personality and honestly it made me like the main character in a way that no shonen has ever done like remember yeah, the first fair. time you met gone fuck me i wanted to claw my <laughs> eyes out <laughs> the first thing he does is fish the biggest fish that ever fished i hate it yeah Okay, the first thing that Jujutsu Kaisen like does, well, besides him being the strongest in the fucking planet, is his dad dies. Or grandpa dies. His granddad. Grandpa, yeah, functionally. His grandpa, dad. but it's it's clearly a father figure, too. Cause he, yeah, he even he, says it. Yeah, he does so. say that. So. Anyway, hold on. So the, the reason why I was getting to this is his grandpa dies, he gave the finger to his, like, occult buddies, and then black-haired dude is like, yo, that's like a, a special grade uh, uh, yeah. points for me person. by the way points for me um uh, there's so a power it's... system and it's a number and it's numbered yep it is numbered i i heard it and i was like yep, two fucking wins. minutes yeah it's pretty good it's pretty so, good anyway so it's special grade um basically they take off the talisman that's surrounding the finger and as soon as they do shit goes bad for them and they're at the school black hair spiky guy and uh mc show up at the school but there's like an aura that basically makes MC pause and black hair guy goes in yeah. and um, MC, this is, this is what I was getting at. He does stop to consider his actions and what his grandpa literally just finished telling him. And he has one of those moments where if he was around other people in a normal shonen, time would have stopped. Yes. But because he's outside of the building, it's just his time. Like it's it's not it's not even an aside. There's no one else on stage with him. It's just him on stage alone talking. Oh yeah, and that yeah. is acceptable. Also, if it was a normal shonen, the conversation with himself would have taken ten times longer. And you know, like it was he would have screamed long. the ending of his conversation out loud as he punched the bad guy. But like, so I, the, yeah. well, yeah, it is still kind of long, and it's a little pace breaking. I think the one good thing about it is that it is at least well written. What he says yeah, makes sense. Better, yeah. So basically, what, yeah. walking up to yeah. it, he's told that he has he stands zero chance, and he kind of yeah. accepts that. Die he says if he goes in here, he has absolutely zero chance of helping anybody. He's just gonna yeah. get in the way and die. So he sits down. He's like, "All right, well, I mean, I believe him. This is clearly some spooky shit's out of my league." And then he sits yeah. there and he thinks, I, I can feel and that. he he immediately is reminded of his grandpa in his bed, and he thinks this is exactly like I'd rather die trying to help someone and being functionally useless than sit out here and let people I care about die alone like my grandpa. Yep. Yeah. And like, damn, good. That it, like, it mean, uses a theme. It's presented well. It's written well. It, like, it doesn't take a, it doesn't jump up its own ass. You know, yep. like the words make sense for the character based on what you've seen. It's, it's good. Yeah. Can't wait yep. for episode okay. four to so, look like Potter Puppet Pals. And the, uh, and the ticking noise, so, the mysterious ticking noise. So he ends up going in to help his buddies. Um, and while he's doing that, black-haired dude pulls out his... Shit, what's he call him? Um, the Dogs of War. Right? I don't remember what? what they're called. I think he just calls them hellhounds or something. He has, like, spirit animals. No, that's not appropriate either. He's got but, Like, he has... What? He's got furries. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. whatever. There's a word for this, and I just can't place it. So basically, he has like animals that are clearly spirits of some kind or something like that that come to help him exercise demons, and um. So 
they basically kill the baddie, but the way that they do it is that he he uh, black hair guy kills like original baddie um with the help of MC and or if MC didn't literally jump through a second floor like window and punch the demon then his two friends would have been eaten and absorbed mm-hmm. but because yep. he distracted the demon long enough then black hair guy like casts a spell essentially and kills the demon right. which is cool yeah um but something that was addressed earlier is that this finger, like, is sort of like a... It, it's like a calling card for demons. Because whenever it is out in the open and not protected with a talisman, it sort of acts as like a radar and pings it's all like the demons beacon. around it. Yeah, a beacon, beacon. beacon. Yeah. Much better. Oh, uh, I think so, the best descriptor for it actually is a horcrux. It is like a it horcrux, but... Exactly like exactly like it. Yeah, but horcruxes aren't desired by other people. Yes, they are. And in almost every instance of, of the Horcrux, it attracted evil just on its own merit. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. I, okay. With the exception of like one or two that. That's true. that he kept with him. No, that, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, all right. Fair enough. So, yeah, it's a lot like a Horcrux. Um, he eats Voldemort's so, left dick. All right. Voldemort had 10 <laughs> dicks. Did you know that? First ceremonial hoe. Now Horcrux, you guys gotta cool it with the language, all yeah. right? You gotta you can't be calling the Ho Crux. Alright. <laughs> you got it. Uh, so I'll use the anyway, oh, fine, um, I'll use the Latin root. So after they beat the first demon, um the there's a second demon that shows up and it surprises black hair spiky boy, and he gets his ass kicked. Um his puppies go away, and then MC starts fighting the demon despite the fact that he can't win. He gets caught by the big demon and he manages to keep the finger away from the big demon. But that's when black hair spiky guy is like, listen, you can't let it eat that thing because it'll like gain insane cursed power yeah, if stronger. it does. Yeah, and he's like, Oh, so I should eat it because like, it'll give me cursed power and then I can beat this thing. Right. And black hair spiky guys like, Wait, wait, no, that's no, not no. how it works. Wait, please wait, don't stick wait, your hand in the what? lawnmower. No, oh! That, that, I mean, that is how that works, but please don't. No, no well, no, 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 I, no, no. clearly there was, like, he, I think he even says that there's like a one in a million chance that he would survive yeah, he it. So he was oh, like, yeah, wait, no, don't, yeah, because right. I think, I, maybe I'm just inferring this, but like the guy is about to get eaten himself. And I think the yes, issue yeah. is that if he eats it, it doesn't. And it doesn't. It, and then gets eaten. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what he should have yeah, done is yeah, thrown yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. If he eats it and nothing happens, and then gets eaten, the, then now the then the creature just ate it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That it was a literal one in a million chance that that was going to end positively in any way. When a medium fish eats a small fish, and a big fish eats a medium and, fish, the big fish. Oh ate yeah. The fish. And then, then to be perfectly fair, in the one in a million chance that he, he didn't immediately um he he gained power there was also the one in a million chance that it wouldn't just be the return of the demon god of all time and that yeah yeah, he didn't eat the finger something worse happened (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. you had he's got this the the objectively strongest human body that's ever existed you had (laughs) three options options before you one option at 49 point uh, 8%, the other at 498 and the other at 0.2% chance of happening, and somehow the 0.2% yeah. happened. Fucking Usain yeah. Bolt 
the mountain and like fucking Wolverine played Limp Biscuit and then they fed it to he a made, goddamn he baby. Bet it all on double green zero on roulette and bet the world. <laughs> yeah, and it worked. No problem. Yeah, it is. So yeah, if it's not obvious, he eats the finger and gains demonic power. Um, and immediately like blasts the other demon to pieces. Um, but the problem is that the demon is the one that's in control of his body, and it is an MC in control of his body. Um, and then we cut to episode two. Uh, episode two, the mask guy, if you remember from the prologue, the pseudo prologue, yeah. he yeah. shows up and is clearly black hair guy, senpai, uh, master thing, superior. Um, mm-hmm. The mask man and now the demon slash MC fight. Um, and then by the end of it, uh, Editori. Editori? Right? Uh, yeah, Itadori. Itadori, okay. Uh, is back again. So he's like back in control. And the mask guy concludes that it's like every 10 seconds or so, the demon well, no, will. No, no, like, no. He doesn't say that. He just says, hey, give me 10 seconds as the other guy and then come back. He asks for a specific amount of time to see if Itadori can control yeah. it. Oh, it's a, yeah. It's a test. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. So he, he like passes the test, essentially. So he can control the demon inside of him. Um, so. They uh, something I, I really appreciated about this is that the the black hair spiky guy's response to MC turning into a demon was like, "Yo, regulations say that I have to fucking kill you now. Yeah. Like you're a demon now. That was a dumb choice, but I have to kill you." It's it's a, and then, it's a uh, weird idea too because I guess I we haven't seen it yet, but like, how else do these people get their power? Oh, I don't know. I assume it's explained oh, away. So they are, yeah. It it semi because everybody it that it, they've only... explained it as everybody needs it... curse power to win to fight. So and it says you're kind of born with it. You can't learn it. And so there is just like, are a, sure? like a lottery Did they say of that? humans. Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he says it to um, oh to I thought he said it to what's his. I don't face. remember. I thought that. he was talking. I Maybe guess that would kind of make sense I, in a way. I just assume he. I just assumed he was born with it or something. Like it was like a lottery. Like, um, you know, it's like the opposite of my hero, where everyone is born with a quirk. It's like only a select bunch because right. I got you. I got you. Some people are yeah. Born some people are born with it. Whatever. People who adopt it are dangerous. Blah blah blah. I don't know. It, it yeah, seemed, and this guy's deck is it a hair. Yeah, it seemed like a really yeah. weak excuse. Is all I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, I, mean, I gotta, like uh, I gotta murder you. System. Why? I, power bad? Uh, like, to to extent, like, yes, I need to murder you. There's an argument to be made there. It's not you ate the finger. It's well, it's you ate that finger. We don't have a standing execution order on anyone who eats cursed items. We have a standing I mean, execution order on excuse, anyone who eats yeah, well, a finger yeah. of God. Well, they, they explain that. They explain that is that if he can't control it for some reason, then he's going to yeah. turn into this bad guy, and that bad guy is super and, strong. Yeah. And it's basically like if Voldemort took control of Harry's body and then got all the Horcruxes and then became You mean like the thing that basically actually afraid. happened? Yes. <laughs> yeah, except for written by someone better. Right. In which case. <laughs> but anyway, so, so the, the whole point is like, hey, you ate the spirit god's finger, okay? Yeah. So if you can't, if you're not the guy that can control it, we have to kill you because otherwise, because if we kill you, he dies too. So that that's yeah, their it, whole point. It's like, okay, now that you've eaten it, it we can't destroy these right, fingers. Right. However, if we kill you with him inside, then you both I, I think so, they made it clear enough that the blindfolded guy is like a crazy rebel in a sense. Like he's not, so, he doesn't necessarily follow the, uh, the, 
the council or whatever. That's what I want to address. Yeah. So I don't even. I think it's I pretty clearly it's his idea that this entire. So it would make sense if like the people above him said, "Standing order: anyone who eats finger of Dobby's sock, um, they must die," because that's that's what we want. We want to kill pieces of the god until there are none left. And we know this guy says, no, 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 I got a better idea, but it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what well, happens. Well, I don't think it's described as such, and it might that. not be that. I think I may... No, because he says the the elders want you dead, because they don't, they don't believe that. you serve any purpose except to kill the spirit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but like, what if you ate all the It, it just doesn't make sense in ah. a way, because it's not very clear that he passed this idea with these council or whatever people he's talking about. The other issue is that he seems to be confident that he can kill him if he eats every single finger. So then why does he need him at all? Why can't blindfold guy just go around and kill everybody who's ever eaten a finger and also round up all the fingers, feed them to some random ghost, and then kick it uh, into the ground? Because it wouldn't work. Why not? So, why not? No, no, no. He, he says – so blindfolded guy says that he could take – Fully powered man one on one. However, we don't know that. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's bragging. that's the thing that I'm inferring right. is that I think he is kind of fucking crazy, and that that's not just showing you his plan. It's also showing you the dichotomy between him and the, you know, heretofore unnamed council of elders, where they yeah, like, seem a little bit right to... in how he just nonchalantly brushes off the very real possibility that his plan will could backfire. Yeah, no, no, you're you're 100% correct about that. Absolutely. And I just think that that he is as strong as he says he is, but whether or not he can actually right, yeah. do everything he says he is is under question, and he's just hoping that he's right about yeah. what he it's says. It's like if, it's like if Mitt- like, Muhammad you know Ali's... Cards on the table, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm taking this bet no right, matter what. Yeah. He's like, I'm, just, I'm going to the grave with this bet, and I just think it's it's more fun and a better way yeah. to do this. So, elders, up your it's words. So, it's Let's so it. arrogant that... It becomes very obvious what about it the elders don't like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, because he's betting it. Because he has no way of knowing what he's saying is true, and yeah, and exactly, almost no tested. way of knowing, no no way of even really testing it, because he only tested it on one, I guess, twentieth of the power. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I got yeah, it. Whatever. So far, it's like yeah, it's he got one twentieth. Uh, okay, fam. I mean, maybe that's not the kind of fucking <laughs> study. That's not the double blind you think it is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Okay. So, again, like, interesting characters. I don't like him all that much. I think he's a uh, blindfold guy. guy. He... Yeah, I mean, he's that's just, like, kind of typical, I'm the badass, but eventually you're well, going to surpass he's also me, and we probably goofy. end up fighting. He's also really goofy. And I don't, I don't mind well, that. I don't mind the goofiness. I just think the goofiness doesn't always land. Oh, like, right. like when, they always, first, always... when he first came down, when he first showed up, and uh, edgy black-haired guy was like laying on the ground, almost dead. He was like, "Oh, you're so beat up. Let me show. Let me take up a bunch of pictures and show my students." I'm like, oh. "Yeah, it's always eh, in contrast to how serious. Land. Always in, yeah, always in contrast to how serious that guy is. But also, he reminds me of. I don't know if you guys ever watched Bleach. Oh yeah, there was that one, um, that one two-sworded wielder that eventually became the lead captain after Fire yes. Guy died. 
and he was always like the relaxed guy that kind of had funny jokes but he did it in a more relaxed manner and so his jokes kind of came off a little better because he was just like a hey man listen we just don't have to do this it's like whatever but he turns out he's really strong anyway it's like that but they're trying to i feel like they're trying to press too hard and they're always trying to show the dichotomy between his student who tries to take everything seriously and him where yeah, he's like i'm yeah. a whimsical teacher look that, at me that's a hard that i'm fine with that like not every one of his jokes landing some of them do and i appreciate it um i'm fine with a couple of them not landing every once in a while like it's it's a fucking shonen i didn't expect it's not the end of the world, i didn't expect yeah. comedic genius the fact that i'm getting anything that's yeah. even a little bit funny is pretty astounding yeah. right now yeah I, I think that's kind of where i'm at as well it's it's good yeah it's really good i and but oh uh, well i'll get into my back. rant after the synopsis i guess I know, I have, I have a rant too. So I'll oh, read this cool. up, Ethan. Jeez Louise. Okay, no. cool. So, <laughs> um, so basically, uh, his male buddy is in the hospital. Um, they give him two choices as well, the MC. And we kind of covered this a little bit. Basically, he has to eat all 20 fingers or he just gets murdered right now. So yeah, they can kill him. die now or die later after having sex. And, and again, yeah. like, to the, to the shittiness of this plan, um, if he dies fighting one of the other finger users he just he just made the problem significantly worse <laughs> yes because now you don't have another person that can eat the yes fingers. exactly you just, there's a huge you handed any fingers you had to one that could beat him it's like yeah. bruh yeah <laughs> that ain't good uh, bruh Bruh. That's giving all the so, Dragon um, Balls to Omega Shinron, if you know, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so while uh, his uh, his grandpa is cremated, um, in a weird thing, he cleaned up the bones. Maybe that's normal. But yeah, that was really yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is I, happening? I, He's like picking up his grandpa's bone with chopsticks. I don't know. He's like, man, I just wish I could have broken it, his wishbone. Well, it was crazy because like I don't, I can't tell whether that scene is like actually really, really deep like i can't tell if that's just a really good scene because as if think about it if that's an artistic choice god damn that's that's fucking yeah. heavy and and it's yeah. and it's shot it pretty well strange. it's very somber and it's very serious and then fucking jokey Man. mc you know fucking bandana guy shows up but uh like oh shit and then i thought for a second oh wait is japan fucked up enough that this is actually a thing that happens on the regular I have never seen it in any other anime ever, so it's if that I, mean, I don't know, and I kind of don't want to know, but like if that's a thing people really do, that's seriously fucked up. No one yeah. should have to pick through the fucking cremated remains of the recently dead. Get a yeah. fucking dustpan, fam. That one, that was it was weird, but I, I was like, all right, whatever. God damn, that's but that's I'd, heavy. And oh, but, and again, shit job on the cremation dudes. There shouldn't be any little pieces for you to pick up. Also, no, it shouldn't be human shaped. No, it, it chars the bones. It's, it's three thousand degrees. Yeah, it cakes the bones. It absolutely chars through the bones. I okay. I had been told at one point in time that often bones are remaining there, like they they still are there, and the bones are often disposed of in a different way. But then you're just handed the remains. Uh, okay, maybe. Either way, shouldn't have been there. Yeah, whatever. It, the, the symbolism of this episode, though, in this scene specifically, is you your like, past is dead, this is your future. And, and so, more like, importantly, and the, the exact conversation they have is the, the um, uh, headband guy basically getting a final answer from 
the main character, which is, yes, I'm willing to... Basically, I'm willing to forgo my death sentence for the sake of others and yes. do what my grandpa told me to do. And he doubles yeah. down and eats the second finger. Yeah. Yep. So he eats the second finger, and uh, blindfold guy's like, oh, wow, all right, so it's definitely not just, like, a random fluke thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you just have a tolerance. And I appreciate it at the very least, like, that guy's always there. In, like, again, it lends itself to, like, the insanity of it. Because, like, there's no grandiose ceremony. It really feels like Bandana Guy is just, like, doing his own fucking thing, whatever he wants, and he's not talking to anybody about it. Yeah, he's like Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Yeah, like, he br- he brought it up with the council, and they're like... It, it doesn't that. seem like, like he, he ever brought anyone. up the idea of feeding him a second finger on day two. I, I'm just gonna say, I don't think he sent them, well, like, no, a no, tweet. No, 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 I think, I think what I meant was that, what I meant is, he's like, hey, I want to feed him all the fingers, and they're like, nah, well, let's just kill him. He's like, I'm gonna do my plan anyway, yeah. though. And then he took the finger... That's what it feels like. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah, I'll it's, it's it. an interesting bit of his character. It's what makes his character interesting. Because, uh, you know, obviously in another version of the show, he's just the fucking lapdog or, or he's the head of the whole organization. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's a I fucking All Might. Head. Like, his, his version of All Might is way more interesting than All Might because All Might, as a character, just represents everything. He, he is authority. He is you know, good. He is objective yeah. good. So, like, whenever All Might makes a decision off the, you know, like, the top of his head, it's always objectively the best decision. And, like, nobody ever dares question anything he says. And they always agree 100% with him. And in the cases where they don't, that character is treated as, like, some kind of conflicted guy. So it's yeah. like, that's completely in opposition to this, where it really feels like Bandana Guy he seems like he's in his own world. He's making his own decisions and he's using the fact that he might be the fucking most powerful thing in the universe, like the fucking Saitama of this universe to just do whatever he wants and not give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, I am the strongest, literally. So I'm going to do yeah. my plan. and you're Nobody gonna gets to fucking tell me what to do. Also, guaranteed, 100%, I, I, I will cut off my own legs if this doesn't happen. When he pulls off that bandana, he goes Super Saiyan. I'm calling oh, that out right I mean, now. For sure. I mean, come on. For you sure. don't you don't show a guy with a fucking blindfold no. and not have not you're not just and building the whole time to the part listen, where he takes it off and shoots eye lasers. The point that I want to make all the point that I want to make at the end of this. So Ethan get us yeah. through. I would fucking love to. Go, Ethan. So the thing about Bandana's right, so <laughs> fucking die. So he gets transferred to a school in Tokyo. Uh, specifically a, a school. Just yep. call it Jujutsu Tech. That's Jujutsu all it is. Technical Tech. Technical that is school, what it is. Yes. I mean, that's what um, it's, it's called, the Jujutsu Technical School. Just it looks like a fucking cigarette. Or call it, call it J-Tech, actually. So what the fuck J-tech. is with the these public thing. schools in Japan that look like, like fucking ancient Mayan ruins but redesigned as glass structures? That is the fucking I mean, most batshit pretty... crazy building I've ever fucking seen. It looks all right, fancier all right, than all right. the goddamn so he... Louvre, and it's a tech school. <laughs> hey, hey, you let him go. So, okay, all <laughs> we right. We gotta get our piece. <laughs> so, he introduces himself to, like, the headmaster, and in that introduction, he informs the headmaster that he likes girls like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I love that, I love that fucking line. <laughs> what, what, a, what a great Hi, I'm uh, Itadori <laughs> Minazawa. I'm the future protagonist and shonen best boy, and I love girls like Jennifer Lawrence. And, look- and I'm like... Yeah, well, you know, good taste, friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jennifer right, Lawrence, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty good. 
I'm, I'm, She's I'm pretty catching good. fire <laughs> over here, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, boy. oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, so uh, the the I haven't had sex since I was born, and I'm going on my own little hunger game. All right. Enough. The headmaster is like, "Hey, why do you want to be here?" And he's like, "Well, my grandpa says, you know, like it was his dying wish for me to like help people." And then the headmaster kicks the shit out of him and is like, "Yeah, that's not like a real reason." And um, it basically forces him to confront the fact that he's not doing it for his grandpa. He's doing it because he doesn't want to regret the way he lives. Like, he already knows how he's going to die at this point. He just yeah, wants to not regret how he lives. He came, And he also came to the realization that this, he is the only one that can do it. And so yeah. that's what he would regret is not doing it because there is nobody else. Yeah. It's, um, it's actually a lot like the, um, the, there's a quote in the new Spider-Man movies. I don't remember which one. Where oh no, it was the first one. Comes great no, fuck off. Yes, the, uh, very good he's, quote. he's talking to Stark, and Spider-Man Stark's like, you know, 3. why do you want to do this? And and Spider Man looks at him and he's like, you know, when you have the power I do, when you don't do something, it's and someone gets hurt, it is because of you. Yeah. And um that's like it, it's a good line and it it's like basically what MC is saying here. It's too. like a survivor's guilt um, kind of thing. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, it's, yeah, it's survivor's guilt, but like amplified a lot because if you're Superman and choose to do nothing with it, at some point it is your fucking fault. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of the point of this. Um, so anyway, um, cut to episode three. Um, he gets a uniform. It's different because there was a custom order placed for him and it was put in by mask guy. guy, And, um, it's just like red as well, and it's it, I I really enjoyed this because he's like, hey, why is mine like red and black? And he's like, oh, you can like have it custom made, and then he's nothing like, else is said. No, yeah, no, he's like, but I didn't, and the guy was like, yeah, I know, yeah, I, I did. did, and that was I it. thought you that's would it. look yeah. red in it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, like, that's the end of the conversation. This guy is fucking okay. nuts, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's a woman that is also part of the uh the like the curse group, the like curse get rid ofers, the sorcerers or whatever. And um, <laughs> the Horcrux hunters, be... Ethan. The Horcrux hunters. hunters. You got to be careful H-H-H. saying shit like that, or else the it'll uh, catch on. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the transphobe in chief will come after us. You know, I hope so. So uh, I do too. Good lord, can you, can you imagine the fucking signal boost if if fucking goddamn mocking Jay herself calls us out on Twitter? <laughs> Wait, oh, no, no, Jennifer, on, no, we're not talking Jay. about Jennifer Lawrence? No, 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 she's not a transphobe, no. Oh! Yeah, J.K. Rowling. No, I, I just wanted to make a mocking oh, God damn it. Right? Oh, all right, okay, all right. So, anyway, um, they they go to Tokyo. Um, oh, sorry, the, the woman wants to be a model, um, and she's from the countryside. There's, like, a whole, like, backstory on her that I kind of was really annoyed with but whatever yeah. she's like from the country and she wanted to get out of the country which is why she joined him with the horcrux hunters and um she like I mean she also obviously has skill but like she wants to not be in the country and doing this means she won't be in the country I, I think that was kind so, of a lie maybe probably. that's me putting a little bit too much into this I will hope it's a lie uh, well, you know what? It doesn't have to be a lie. Like, it, that would be a fine enough character as it is, and often you don't get something like that from a female oh, character yeah, in anime. So, well, it explains, uh, it's, it's, it explains why she hates the country. It later. does. Um, True. And that she said she just would have ended up dead. Yes, yeah, so it, yeah. there, I think there is yeah. something more. That doesn't mean it's good, but... Yeah, the, other, yeah. the other thing is, but, like, 
so going off of this is the best shonen I've ever seen, a really good mark of how to judge a shonen is how they treat their female characters. And this is a yeah. really strong female character. She has a yep. she's not it's just a generic Sundere. I I like I understand what she says. I understand why she says it. Even though she's kind of like so her introduction is she fucking walks up to the to the main character and headband guy and she just thinks they look stupid. And she basically yeah, just makes fun of them and doesn't like take a, them seriously. And it's like one character looks like a potato, and the other character just doesn't say enough, so right. she thinks she's it's like, "Who arrogant. the fuck are you, bitches? You go peasant ass looking <laughs> bums. Who the hell are you?" Even though she probably yeah, knows like who Bandana judgment. guy is. Yeah, and it's like okay. So anyway, they, they they go to this this like uh, old abandoned building where there are curses, and it's it's clearly meant to be like a test for both of them. Um, yeah, I mean he says it. And, he yeah, says it right. after so, they're um, in, but yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, she already has a weapon, but you don't see it yet. He doesn't. So <laughs> they basically just like pull out a big knife, and they're like, yeah, this is a sorcerer knife. You don't actually know how to like properly I, exercise I love, demons I yet. Love, so just here, have that this. That scene was pretty great. When he's like, I he's enjoyed like, it. Uh, he's like raises his hand. Like, I think like he's in fucking middle school. He's like, uh, how am I going to fight the he's, demon, sir? He's like, didn't you say only curses? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, oh, you're sort of a curse, but also... He yeah, well, the way knife. he does it, yeah. he's like, oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, um, here, take this. And he pulls out the raddest-looking knife. <laughs> and the yeah. other guy holds it like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> and it's, like, clearly so unimportant to Bandana Guy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's so important to MC, but Bandana Guy's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, here's, like, a knife, I guess. Like, you should probably use it's this. It's probably really cool. Like, I just imagine he hands him, like, Guts' sword. It's like, I don't know, I didn't have this. There's <laughs> 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 a Demon Slaying troll. It's called Demon Slaying, whatever. Just cut people with it. This thing's been clanging around in my bag. Clang, clang, clang. Yeah, get you to can it. have it. <laughs> So anyway, he goes inside. They split up because she's annoyed that like he's with her essentially, and um, he is left behind and immediately fights a bug that is like, I think, a curse of a like a like someone that is a, a fucking like Walmart greeter or he's something. Like, he's like, do you need any receipts? Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> Poor fucking guy. So uh, just uh, like in a million lives, they do the uh, the war crime edition of it, where they just fucking chop off all of the legs of this poor uh, bug, and, <laughs> and then gun he it. Just to, yeah. He just wanted to. Yeah. He just wanted to warm up your Jeez bento Louise. box, man. That's pretty goddamn rude. <laughs> a, and then a regular guy comes out. He's like, "Oh, good, that monster's gone." But you need to receive. <laughs> he cuts his limbs guy. off. No, wait. <laughs> I'm just. Ah, ah. Like yeah, right, you stupid It's curse. like that John Mulaney Fucking kid, uh, curses. Uh, skit where he's he's like talking imagine, about uh imagine like, if they walked out and was like, Did you guys kill the two cur- the the three curses? Uh there were only two three. I three. Killed <laughs> uh, I killed four. I and mean, he just I mean, cuts yeah, three, to the guy three. screaming on the ground, waving his stumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we only did three, that was it. Well there's yeah, if there wasn't a curse you. then there is now. <laughs> do do you guys know that John Mulaney skit where he's like uh talking about someone that looked like Hitler and he's like, you know, like, wouldn't you kill Hitler? And he's like, well, no, like I, I so like, I'm just walking down New York street and I bump into someone who looks like Hitler and I just kill him. I'm not going to just do that. Like, you know, like I, I'm just not going to kill a man that happens to look like Hitler a little. Like, I, What if he was wearing a, a weird like sun hat and sunglasses? How would you know it was Hitler? <laughs> so the anyway, is the um, mustache. you cut, 
you cut to the female character and um she she walks in a room and is like okay look curse i know you're in the mannequins in front of me just come on <laughs> enough out. with this and it doesn't bullshit. respond you're clearly yeah, yeah, the yeah, one yeah, in the middle <laughs> like i know that you think you're being stealthy that was really funny you're not i like that so she pulls out a hammer and or, yeah a hammer and a couple of nails and she basically she like magically makes them align and then she hits the nails but like with the head and on the hammer and they go flying off and hit the mannequin in the head yeah mm-hmm. and um and she pours her curse i i really Correct. i really kind of don't like her weapon uh i'm getting a lot of i'm i'm getting a lot of jojo vibes from it in the sense that i'm getting not jojo i'm getting worse things than JoJo. well it's i think it's jojo in the I, sense that it's like it's so in insanely quirky it's like yeah that's true why does why do these people's powers always need to be so fucking quirky? Well, yeah, I want to I want to see where it goes before I make judgments on it, but it is a little a little like they were trying to be too original. Oh uh, yeah, and and then there's like the heart on the hammer, and that just reminded me of Ruby, and that brought up some bad memories. Oh yeah, all right, well let's not talk about bad memories. So Ethan, I finish the, the Gus I'm gonna have a guess at the hammer and nails thing, and I'm gonna say that it. You know how like there's a bunch of different religions all in Japan. It wouldn't surprise me if the hammer and nails thing dealing with spirits is a reference to like literally nailing Jesus to the cross. God, what? Wow, that is a, a very God bold damn, dude! Word. That is a call. Jeez, he, he yeah, I'll take it. The moon. Yeah, you're never gonna hear it. Well, like Japan has like a bunch of different religions; they all mix together. I guess, like it, but I mean, I don't remember a whole lot of Christianity most of the time, and more importantly, the, yeah. what? It's definitely there. Like, yeah, you're talking fucking. Uh, what's it particularly called? It's even in Helsing, a nail that went through Jesus's what? hand. It's got a special name. Oh, I like how like how the spear of always... destiny is the one that was used to kill him. Oh, well, no, no, I'm not saying they are. The no, 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 I know, nails. but like just I'm just trying what? to remember the name because I'm pretty sure the nail has a special name, just like the spear does. But whatever. Yeah, oh, I have no idea. A nail of the Point prophet. Being, she she always uses two. Yeah, and she always puts it in the other guy's palms for some reason. Well, you say you say always, but she's only done That's it fair. once. So while you're accurate, it's also not I, a large Look, I just want to go with his prediction that her yeah. special up level up moves is that she starts crucifying people. <laughs> <laughs> she summons an ethereal cross and literally nails people to it. It's like, ha, holy oh, shit. That's uh, that's a something right there. Well, we're adding a call shot to the uh, to the to the sheet but uh anyway so basically there's a second curse in the room and there's also like a like a kid that wandered into the room and she didn't know about it before and the kid gets taken hostage by this grade three or grade four curse and um the curse like puts a knife to this kid's neck and she's like oh shit a very pointy fingernail to the kid's neck oh yeah it's not a knife yeah yeah um Anyway, the joke here though is that MC punches through the wall and like he misses the uh, the demon's head, and he goes, "Oh, huh, I missed." And then he just busts through this concrete wall and like immediately kills and cuts up the demon, and um, or no, actually no, sorry, he stabs the demon, he cuts the arm off the demon, and the demon rushes out of the window, and she basically she uses, uses like, technique. yeah, she uses like a voodoo straw doll, um to like exercise the demon from a distance um and then afterwards she's like hey uh that was like reinforced concrete and he's like it's not reinforced and she's like it's still concrete concrete. like you busted through concrete like the hell is wrong with you uh then they go outside and the episode kind of resolves with them getting like steak and sushi and shit Mm -hmm. um 
And that's that's finally it. Let's actually finally talk about it now because we haven't before, right now. <laughs> All right, Jay, what did you want to? No, no, you go first. I'm always rant. No, 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 no. I, I, I okay. Well, no, I don't. No, because I don't really have a rant. I want to see what your point is, oh, and then I okay. just want to. I just want to. No, after you, you. Jesus. We're coming fuck, down go. to really the rant is going to be about why this is a really good shonen, why that doesn't necessarily mean that it's really good. Um, but why this is right. the one time of the thousands of fucking times I've heard someone walk up to me and say, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Shonen's bad, and yeah, but like this one's executed really well. They're always fucking Tower of lying. God. Jujutsu Kaisen is actually executed well. Because when I say something is executed well, that means each of the components of the overall story are all good. By that, I mean the characters are actually written well and developed and not just walking tropes. I mean that the pacing is good. It's not just fucking feast or famine like most anime or shonen, where like you're watching the, the cheapest of cheap dog shit lip flap nonsense for episode after episode after episode going on months sometimes and then you'll get a big budget fight that they poured all their money into fuck that that is not that is so stupid that shit needs to die Jujutsu Kaisen does not at least oh god so far in the first three episodes oh, please oh put the god. caveat on god, the yeah, knife really in my back it stabbed me again put the caveat on just do it the it's Lewis fine. Moriarty got me yeah, I mean, hey, by episode, like, five, they're probably going to be, like, picking out a dollhouse for all remaining 18 fingers. Uh, they each need a room to live in. Headband guy's going to take off his headband and warm up his cereal like fucking Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> this is really low grade. It's like Deku's mom, how, like, she could just, like, kind of measly pull items towards oh, her. Oh, yeah. He just has, like... He has, like, microwave vision, but it's, like, actually just kind of disposing. <laughs> and he was born with it, too. It's not even his jutsu power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was born with the unfortunate power of having microwave vision. I could charge my phone, though. You know, I, I will take a moment here to say I, I definitely don't like shonen. This is much more pleasing than most shonen I've watched. Um... And it probably proves that in general I don't like the genre because, like, I can admit that this is a good example of a shonen, and it is, as Jay said, well executed. But like, I don't really have any desire to go watch this. No, no, like, and I don't either. So like, the fight scenes are well executed. I still hate them. Like, they're not committing yeah, any cardinal so. sins. Like, mm, oh, I don't know, stopping in the middle of a fight to. You know, maybe talk about how the other person chopped a lot of onions last week. <laughs> and that other dog shit. Very important. So. I do like how, um, yeah. the, uh, I, I, you know, it, it's, I feel like it shouldn't be that hard either. Like, whenever that guy's wolves get beat up and he's like, oh, I can't cast them. Well, that was obvious because the wolves, like, melted away. Yeah. Like, there's still a little it, bit of it, talent. We don't in need that to be showing. told this. But it's way yeah, dialed it's, down. It's better. Way toned down. Yeah, way toned down. Because yeah. God knows, Definitely like... All right. So uh, another one to that point is that when he's about to get eaten and he eats the finger the first time, 
there's like a little bit of a cut where they're like, oh, remember, if you eat the finger, you'll gain power. Like, yeah, it was two <laughs> minutes ago. I didn't forget. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. <laughs> I, I am not a fucking goldfish. I can remember what happened this episode. Yeah, just let me see the guy do it and go, oh, my God. It's barely bad. been oh, five yes, minutes, bad. all right? You'll be okay. I'm mad, lad. You don't have to Listen, pause. If this gets boring, just let me know. We can yeah. cut it short. If the it fight scenes, boring, they're well animated. <laughs> anyway. They're, they got a good flow to them. They're still just fucking anime as all hell, and I don't care. So your point is is that it is a really good shonen, but it's not necessarily too good of a no. show or something that you would seek out. You're just happy to see... It's not episode one, two, and three of Moriarty the Patriot, if you know what I'm saying. Right. I got you. All right. So now I'm going to make my only point, and then we can move on to the to the end of this. Um, my only point, and it's not... I'm not Are you going to talk about I'm Best Girl? About. Is that what we're getting? No. I am talking about how this is almost a shot-for-shot remake of Naruto. Oh. And it oh, no, 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 no. You, like, we, we should talk about specifically this. Specifically Naruto. So I want to, because I turned to my wife, Amanda, as we were watching this. as And this was just this part. I turned to her and I said out loud, baby. I said, Amanda, if it is a girl, they were picking up a third member. I said, if they pick up a girl, this is just Naruto the remake. And she went, okay. And I went, I just need you to know that I said that out loud. So I have proof <laughs> in the future. In case anyone asked me about this. And they picked up a girl. I said, this is, a, all right. So you have, you have dude that eats a finger and has a dangerous demon inside him. Or a nine-tailed yeah. fox. Either way you yeah. want to slice it. You have a cocky guy in blue with sort of spiky hair that's like becomes his sort of rival or you know Sasuke. Oh, well, yeah. uh, you have who have the, you have the girl who is uh, just a girl at that point. Although I maybe she's better. Well, she's definitely better written than that fucking pink hair bitch. Yeah. Then you have you literally have uh, what's his face as their teacher who had an eye patch and was you know revealed his. Oh eye yeah, patch the um. Power. Oh, this guy shit. I actually him. liked I can't him. Remember his name. Right, right, but you get what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And then you have, yeah. then you have the elders, and then you're like, I mean, so the only difference is, is that he's gonna use his power and then kill himself at the end, where Naruto learns to control it, and I don't know, it goes on for way too long. Um, and there are other parts that I won't get into um, because I, I went a little bit ahead just to kind of, well, just got synopsis of next episodes, and so there's other stuff that I'll talk to you guys sure. after the pod about where this is like. Oh my god, it just keeps becoming Naruto. Yeah. And I think that's fine because it's a better version of Naruto. Also, they're jujutsu, you know, ninjutsu. Like, it's clearly like they were And they do the hand movements. The, yeah, they were not trying to the hide the seals or magic. Remake. And that's that's why I think I can never say, this is the greatest anime of all time. Because it's like, you just redid Naruto, you just reskinned Naruto mm. and made it, made yeah. it more the, watchable. Well, so you, I can't call you the greatest show. You gave them better characters. That. That's really the difference. Yeah. You basically took yeah. Naruto, but, but that, you replaced all the brains of the characters. Yeah, and, and that doesn't, that yeah. does not a the, greatest visually, show However, it is Visually and on a base level relationship wise, they're very, very, they're almost identical. But once you go yes. past skin deep, they're different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I wasn't. No, no, saying no. Yeah, with, I like, know. The, you know and, the brains. and there's a it. lot more than just Naruto that this has skin deep comparisons to. No, yeah, the, but however, Naruto was the strongest one I could find where I could almost say like shot for shot. This is it. Like the fact that at least in this one, like he eats the 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 nail and now has a dangerous demon inside him, like the nine tailed fox. Who is like kind of an alternate persona? Like no other shonen really has that as close. As uh, I think it, Bleach of course does. A shonen. Well, kind of. Bleach I, doesn't have the mm, demon. I just, I just, but, I, 
Right, but I disagree because everybody has a Zanpakuto, and those Zanpaktos all have spirits. I get that, but so I remember, remember how Ichigo becomes a Soul Reaper. A random Soul Reaper comes into his life on a mission not related to him. She ends up fighting something yeah, way stronger yeah. than she can handle. Ichigo, despite not having any power, steps in to help, realizes he's outclassed, and then absorbs the power of a Soul Reaper... In order to gain the power, yeah. like, uh, and I think he even has to kill himself to do it, doesn't he? He doesn't have to stab himself I with a soul reaper, soul reaper sword in order to get his power. Yeah, maybe her sword. Uh, also, Ichigo was like the fucking best at everything too. Yes, uh, like, that much. Even I know. just no, just for well, two minutes before he's even a soul reaper, he's the best at oh, everything. Yeah, and they yeah, comment on but it. But I wouldn't say I wouldn't. Say it's, yeah, it's, it's again, it's I, not as well written, but like yeah. I, I think. If if everything is Naruto, the only real difference is that Ichigo is the main character and not Naruto. Every other side yeah, character yeah, okay. is 100% Naruto. And then the rest okay. of the world Fair. is also very Naruto. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Fair enough. I, I'll, I'll bite into that. I think now, Hunter x Hunter, I see none of. of exactly. One Piece, I none. see none yes. of. Um, I'm trying to think of other... Uh, my Hero Haka... I don't really see any of. It's kind of the opposite with there being limited amounts of sorcerers instead of. It's really having... stupid that people yeah, will okay. say that um, my hero is just like Naruto. There's very little diff. There's very little similarities between those two. This yeah, show has far more in common with Naruto than my hero ever had. My hero is, I would say, it's more of um, an old style of shonen where they were still sort of toying with like an isekai sort of format, where like. The, the little kid has to be thrust into a world that he doesn't belong in. You know what I mean? Now, Ma- the, he's yeah, more like now a Simo, if it, anything. Yeah. The note we have for it is Hunter x Hunter cross with Bleach, cross with Naruto. So right Bleach and Naruto, definitely. Bleach and, Naruto. and obviously, yeah, you can say Hunter. every shonen is like every other shonen because they're just so fucking formulaic. Right, at the same time... Yeah, yeah, yeah like Moriarty. Time, oh, God, stop, right? please. Yeah, like Moriarty, shonen. Anyway, all right. <laughs> All right, we've been talking for a while. I made my piece. Everybody else good, which means we're going to go to uh, sell me on your anime. Uh, sell me in the audience oh, on why your yeah. anime should move on. Jay, we'll start with you. Higarashi, why should it move on? That's you, Ethan. I thought I you know, just you said Higarashi. Higarashi. I? I said Higarashi. Um, you go, okay. Jay. Jay, this is uh, your turn. Mocking Jay, Jennifer Lawrence reference. Okay, you go. <laughs> that would, That's the other uh, one. That's you. What no, so... Your Look, Higarashi is is bad good. It is what I think we've said this maybe too many times now, but it's what the podcast was made for. This is the kind of thing that anybody would watch and go, eh, kind of just sucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something else. I'm gonna fucking play with my dick. <laughs> and they'll be like, yeah, put your dick down, turn on the dub, have a laugh. It's fucking funny. <laughs> Maybe pick your dick back Pause up. Pause it if it gets too boring. You want me to call the police. <laughs> um, Jujutsu, I know it's not my duty to talk about it right now, but... Oh, wow. I, I okay. don't think... Yeah, so, I so think it's fair good, to right? say that none of us think that it's too good to not be on the podcast. Yeah, I agree. I would 100%. agree. Okay. As long as we all agree on that, then, yeah. Higarashi, I think... It's it's got it's got a good setup for turning into utter nonsense 
It's clearly starting to insert its fist up its own ass uh, to, to try to ass pull something. It's going to have a bonkers, nonsensical plot. You can just tell. And it's got a just a god-awful dub, and it's hilarious. So, yeah, that on that merit, Higurashi is a very strong contender. Okay, Ethan, Jujutsu Kaisen? Uh, Shonen, Shonen with power systems... Um, and like you know, but even battle royale power system kind of things are some of the best I'd say to have on the podcast because we get to make fun of not only the premise but the system, as well as the characters that we're supposed to like. And generally, we get to make fun of the fact that most of these things die after one season, or if they don't die after one season, no one really gives a <laughs> yeah. shit about them. So like, so you know, like y- you get to you get to tear these things down when someone's building them up. Like, how many anime have we looked at now that are power system-based, team-fight-oriented anime? Like, Super Hixeros. That thing got a ton of marketing from oh, Crunchyroll, yeah. I think. Like, yeah. And, yep. like, and that's not it. Like, there's a lot of other anime that get a lot of money and get yeah, a sure. lot of marketing, and then they just die, and no one cares about them. Like, if Super Hixeros got another season, I haven't heard of anyone in the anime community talking about and that what's, Like, what's funny is that Look, if you go back in time, anime used to only exist as a kind of weird advertisement for the manga. In in the yeah, sense that yeah. it was never intended, or for the merch, well, or yeah, or for the merch. <laughs> but like, it was never intended, usually, that an anime was meant to actually cover an entire artistic work. It was always like like um, Spice and Wolf, where like you get a couple seasons, that's it. Read the manga. You know, you get you get a couple yeah, seasons of Berserk, read the manga. Like, uh, uh, it's also a lot more expensive to have the anime yeah, over the because manga. Because manga existed well before anime as a kind of thing that only exists. Like, it jumped the shark before ink touched page. You, like, manga have a horrible industry where people just crank out the worst kind of shitty sausage. And if anything's even remotely successful, you're making that for the rest of your life, fam. Like, every day till you die. It sucks and it's shitty. So anime were always really mostly meant to be advertisements, and they were never really meant to complete a story. So nowadays, we're getting more of these anime that, while they're usually based off something, they're actually telling complete stories. And that's nice. So I like the fact that it's rare for these like super shonen power levely going on forever things are gonna come and that they're never gonna like they're never gonna finish like fucking uh demon slayer where it's like you're never gonna get the entirety of demon slayer in the anime that's not that's never gonna happen the only reason one piece is like the exception that proves the rule because one piece has to do unholy things with their budget in order to come out with an episode every week until the heat death of the universe. <laughs> so, like, you, Jujutsu Kaisen's probably not going to get a season two. And if it does, it'll be a long time from now. I think it, it gets, will. It gets 24 episodes. Maybe. Yo, that's... Yeah, I, I think it's going to It be might be a My no, Hero. It does. it does. But I always thought My Hero was a pretty big exception. Because I think a lot of people, uh, my, my, a hero lot of people a, my hero had a huge backing behind it, so we'll see where it does. And I think Jujutsu has the money. But like my hero, you have to remember it it's 
it's spending an entire year between seasons, and people are kind of gassing out on it. Yeah. Um, I don't hear hype because, about that show they're, anymore. They're, it's because they're they're caught up with the manga, and I still hear hype well, about yeah, the manga, those, because the manga is so far ahead, and people are people really like shit. It, but they no Whatever. longer care about the manga, which is fine. No, sure, sure. I, I think the people who like the manga, they're the always going to like the manga. They're always going to hype the manga. I think the difference is I don't hear hype about the anime anymore. Sometimes I'll hear about they're making another fucking movie for some goddamn reason. No, because but like that's clearly what they're doing to try to keep the hype train rolling. So, yeah. I mean, what One Piece has like twelve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Hero yeah. It, in only what five years of existence, I'm pretty sure it already has three movies. Yeah, it's fucking gross. So. I don't think Jujutsu is going to get that treatment. I think that people don't appreciate the the reason that that's so rare. I think it's going to get a Demon Slayer where like Demon Slayer was pretty good. And it's never going to get a season two. Is that the one with the sister with the gag? Yeah. Yep. That's her. That's her. A lot of people. A lot of people are fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh well, I didn't mean I meant the anime, like but I don't care what you meant. Well, what I heard was people <laughs> like it for the girl with the gag, and you're a hundred percent right, and I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, we're moving on to voting. I'm gonna start off this week's voting. Wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, I'm throwing a wrench in the system because I'm I do whatever. Whoa, whoa, I'm whoa! Okay. Language, sir. Hey, calm down, calm down, you. Oh my God! Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, calm the you frick ceremonial down. hoe. Get air, bud. You ceremonial. Like you fucking <laughs> mattress tester. I enjoyed both of these for different reasons, as we stated at the beginning. However, I'm choosing Higarashi to move on. I think that that dub was, as you said, absolutely ridiculous, and it's worth watching the dub for. And I just think the plot is so trying to be Wicker Man and failing on every level to be anything like Wicker Man. It's like becoming the antithesis of it that I'm excited to see how they fail at making me scared next because it's not none of it is working none of it is coming together all of it is funny and ridiculous and I can't wait to see because people are going to die at some point or supposedly <laughs> like it, it seems like that's where they're going so I want to see how and why people die before or after they reach Isengard hey, yeah I don't know <laughs> Higurashi's my vote Ethan what's your vote buddy yeah it's Higurashi hey um, yeah, I I mean Juju is fun, but it's it's almost like if we had to put in order of like anime that have been close to or too good for the podcast, Millionaire is obviously the too good category. Nothing else has hit it. Um, and then we had Misfit, and I would say Juju and Misfit are very very yeah. Close. Yeah, they're just very like they're very like. And I think meh. this is better they're than Misfit. I think this is better than Misfit. Yeah, I think it's better. I think I think Misfit pushed boundaries of a genre. And Juju is not. A little. But whatever. Yeah, I, putting agreed. them in the same category is 100% right. Okay. So, Jay, yeah, it, knowing that, I got to get is, uh, on the On the scale of recommendations, this is one of those, if you thought you were going to like it, you're going to love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, I like that. If yeah. you thought you were going to enjoy it because it's, someone said it's the greatest shonen, it's not the greatest yeah. shonen ever. However, you're and if you hate like, shonen, you're, still gonna enjoy you're not... This isn't reinventing the fucking wheel. I mean, I don't like shonen, but I. So yeah. that's the thing. I, I'm not going to. Well, exactly. This thing I could out, watch this, but that doesn't mean I, I hate it. I could watch this, but I won't. Yeah, exactly. I will. Like okay. the fact I that they you. don't actively hate all of the women in their show is already better than my yeah, hero. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, women are people in this show. Mm-hmm. So I like it so far. Right, God, actually, the Jay, three episodes Jay, trick. Like, can you imagine? 
if like we go to One Piece after this, like four, five, six, look like fucking Ooh, filler episodes of so One Piece. God damn, dude! Oh, I'd be so excited. I, the, the three episode too. trick will never, I, never fail to my make me angry. Body is ready. I told you. I told you. It exists for a reason. Uh, imagine, imagine being given the amount of time that One Piece has, or any of the big shonen. And then not developing extremely Here, no, cool but like, characters. What, they had the same the time. That's I the think, problem. I think eventually in the future, the three-episode trick will have to bump up to the four-episode trick. Because I think if more animes like Moriarty start coming out, where in three episodes they could venture a good anime, and then the fourth episode is the downer, it's like, I'm going to start getting real mad at people. But, however, I hope to keep making the trick larger, and then eventually they just give me 12 episodes <laughs> of a good anime, and then, uh, then ha, I'm okay. Idiot. That's how we get them, boys. That's how we win this. That's heat death of the podcast <laughs> one, right there. One episode at a time. Yeah, then they might they catch up to... We'll be, we'll be dead... We'll be dead far before that ever they'll, they'll catch up to the best <laughs> version. Yeah. Make it to six episodes. Well, like they'll end up like Game of Thrones, where it's like, "Ha ha, idiot! We yeah. gave you four of the greatest seasons of TV you've ever seen, you <laughs> fool!" Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, you got. Ah, oh, tricked again. Right. Time for the best part of the podcast, which is oh, allowing points. Imagine a you watch Game of Thrones of, season one episode, season one, and you're like, "Wow, this is so great!" And then season two, you're you're just watching like. The fucking BBC America uh, fucking <laughs> version of this, where it's like a uh, fucking Merlin, and it's all low budget, and everybody's got a quirky accent. Uh, <laughs> Holy fuck! What happened? Hey guys, uh, what happened? I, I was promised. Uh, I was that told it was gonna. That's be what fucking Moriarty right, the Patriots Ethan. like. It's like going from Game of Thrones season one to fucking Merlin season two, BBC daytime TV. Damn. So so far. So far, the knee thing from the poster of Higurashi has not come up yet. That's true. Do you remember oh. how her knees looked oh, in the yeah, poster? Yeah, I don't. Knees. I don't. Th- yeah, I think that's yeah. just a bad poster. But uh, we'll let you keep going. And yeah, who knows? Maybe up. the last episode they'll be like, "Oh, also, I have <laughs> also, knees that knees knock." Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what about jujitsu? Uh, I had inside-out fighting stance, which could happen. We don't know yet. <laughs> well, uh, I win for jujitsu. Number go up. Number most certainly go up. Yeah, yeah but I, I at least, at the very least, respect this power rating of the monsters because it's not like I mean. So, uh, One Punch Man did a great job of making fun of them by calling them like demon and tiger <laughs> yeah. and threats and whatnot. This is just like a simple number system. It's like that's a rank three, that's a rank four. The higher the number, and you goddamn know it was going to be a rank ten thousand soon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So that's a point for Jay. I will. I'll mark that for you, Jay. Ooh, Jay, uh, you also lost your uh, dark horse. I did. Jujutsu Kaisen. Ooh, and also, I did. don't think Hirogashi is the most boring. It, I but... think if you watched the sub, it actually probably would be the boringest. <laughs> I'm not I'm like looking at the other stuff here. I the the other bless. Maybe no, I think No Bless was less boring. Nah, I don't know. I think no, no King's Bless. Raid is the only one that comes close uh, to being that boring. I'm, oh, King's Raid was I'm, so boring. I'm standing on a million lives. Wasn't that the one that won? It was. Yeah, it was. I think that's pretty. It boring. was kind of boring. It was also no, pretty but boring. They, they ate a lolly. Like that's not boring. Yeah. No, you're you're right about Higarashi right now. However, if people are going to start dying, no, then that's I true. Don't know no, I, I don't think I deserve the so point. We'll see. We'll but see. like. If you watch well, this we'll sub, see. we'll see. We'll yeah, well, I guess that's fair. That's fair. But like, just yeah. keep in your mind, it's only not boringest right now. I think because we watched the dub and the dub's terrible. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's Although so my good. other call out, an I... actual wicker man, I don't think I'm getting that one. 
No. Although, no, if they make a person out of bed sheets and hit it with a hoe, I'm calling it. <laughs> Getting close. If you're wrong, if you somehow get <laughs> I'll give two points, yeah. <laughs> you can, you can the rules this. are made up and the hey, points um, don't you, matter. You remember this day. All right, so I lose for calling out Jujutsu Kaisen as the winner. I'm sad about that. Um, let's see. Also, your Dark Horse. Uh, Juju, uh, Dark Horse. Oh, yeah, Moriarty. The Oof. Jeez, oh, that's out. <laughs> oh, no. Well, actually, technically, uh, had we had we let it go through the first round, I think. <laughs> that would, I would have been the darkest horse. It, so. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. So I still think I, I'm right. However, it doesn't count. So I'm I guarantee you I would have I, fucking <laughs> filibustered to get it off the show. <laughs> the personal right, uh, insult. Jujutsu Kaisen, Cannibal Curse Man. I'm going to give myself a point for that. He has to eat more fingers in order to gain more of Yeah, you're, you're honestly so, kind of right on that. Oh, he shit. does genuinely have to yeah. be a cannibal. Yeah. Damn it. He literally has to eat them. So I get a point for that. Fuck. Uh, however, with uh, Higarashi, the girl on the cover is actually a good person. I don't think that's coming through. I'm going to mark it down wrong. If somehow <laughs> she turns out to be a good person, because that's the uh, the pink hair. Yeah. Lady. yeah. The, the one that the, hides in your closet. I don't know about that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna yeah, mar- I'm gonna mark it wrong. Man. If somehow they flip a 180 on me, I'll be glad to give myself a point. But I'm gonna go ahead and mark <laughs> she, myself. She, they're gonna so, pull another fucking. Means- uh, uh, <laughs> oh god, what's the what's the anime with the magical girls who make the deal with the cat? Yeah, Madoka. Madoka. They're gonna pull another Madoka where <laughs> pink hair girl becomes Jesus, and she saves the oh, world yeah, with yeah, her yeah. wish. All right, hey, after five weeks, Ethan has zero points. JW has one, and I have two. This Hot is damn. getting exciting. Also, Things Jay, are, no. ha, is chess involved in Moriarty yet? Uh, no, they have not played chess. Ooh. Well, hey, listen, I'm gonna wait till the end. I'm gonna wait till the end because it could still. Well, hey, Dude, listen, but I'm not gonna watch has, anymore. Has, has, how, many, how, how many? No, I'm gonna. How many scenes of Moriarty and Sherlock been in together? What? What do you mean seasons? Any? You mean episodes? No. Scenes. Oh, scenes. scenes. Um, a little bit in one episode. And then not at all on another. All right, Jay. Well, your task is to watch all of Moriarty the Patriot and get back to me on this chess thing. What? No. So that's your job. Yeah, actually, hey, while we're at it, um, is it enough for them to be gay lovers by the end? Dude, I wish. That'd somehow be more interesting. (laughs) Because that was mine, so. Uh, uh, I think that has less of a chance. However, if we're keeping mine in, Ethan, I'll gladly keep yours in. I I can't fucking stress to you. How soul crushing it was to be watching episode seven of Moriarty the Patriot after those first three episodes, to be now watching and I shit you not, watching Sherlock Holmes shop for a roommate. That's a fucking episode. It's amazing. And it's like I know yeah, it's man. gonna be fucking Holmes, you shit show. How could you do this? Yeah. Anyway. That's five weeks done. We're officially done the first round. We're on to the semifinals, which means our number one seed, Talentless Nana, will be, and we always do this back-to-back weeks, will be taking on Higarashi. So Higarashi will be up again. It's oh, got, man. you know, a doubleheader, back-to-back, back-to-back lineups against Talentless Nana. So we will be watching episodes four, five, and six for all of those who don't know. For everyone who does, that's just repetitive. However, four, oh, five, and dude, six, it's the, Nana and Higarashi it's the, by the show week. where two pink-haired girls try to kill people. Actually, Woo! yes. How does this I'm keep in. happening? I'm in. I'm in. This is great. All right, so that's going to happen next week. Uh, thanks for joining along. Thanks for having fun. Again, we apologize about Moriarty the Patriot. Uh, please send your complaints to Jimmy yes. directly. 
at JW is He'll definitely read those. JW at animeisacrime.com. JW is wrong at MoriartyThePatriot.com. It's his new official email. Anyway, we hope to see you next week. We had a blast as usual, and we'll see you then. You and that itchy trigger finger When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. Keep up! Remember?